I just wanted to have a quick note before we start the episode. Um, first of all, I'd like to say thanks to everybody for listening and supporting the podcast. Been a bit of a break recently, just in the last couple of months, just because I've been busy doing lots of other things, working uh, and doing other stuff. But what I want to do in the future is try and record as many as possible and give everybody a chunk of podcasts rather than one sporadic one every now and again, you know, one week and then not the next week. I prefer to do it so I record a bunch at the same time or in a short space of time and then put them out as uh, maybe one season or as a, a section. So I've recorded a few and hopefully they'll be out in the next kind of couple of months really in the regular every two week slot usually on a Wednesday this week probably on a Thursday um but yeah I just want to say thank you for all the support and patience and yeah let's go on with the episode Welcome to the Skate Creative Podcast. My name is Joel Curtis. I'm a musician and skateboarder. This week on the podcast, I have Ben Powell and Ryan Gray. And this is a video episode, so we'll be talking about various videos uh, f- from different eras, actually, in different parts uh, of skateboarding and stuff like that. So, uh, Ben Powell is a school teacher, but also worked as the editor of Sidewalk for over 20 years. Uh, Ryan Gray is from Skateboard's Companion, but also worked at Sidewalk with Ben. They've known each other for a long time and have both made their own videos and been journalists about skateboarding and skateboard videos for such a long time. So it's great to talk to them. We each picked two videos each. Uh, The videos we're covering are all going to be linked in the podcast description. They are going to be the welcome video by Josh Hallett, a golden egg by Chris Atherton, Him and Bam by Alex Craig. Now That's What I Call Skateboarding by Christian Hart. Aaron Lester's Followed by Pocket Skateboard Magazine. And some footage of Mark Gonzalez and Ron Chapman skating in Helsinki in 1992. This is just a kind of uh, a fun episode and it was lovely to talk to Ben and Ryan. They're both so knowledgeable about skateboarding, especially British skateboarding and its video history. Um, I thought this would be a fun episode to start the new season off. Um, There will be some swearing, by the way. (laughs) Um, but it's a really fun talk with both these guys and I hope to do more of these in the future. As we start talking here, we're talking about the first video, which was the footage of Mark Gonzalez and Ron Chapman from 1992. Um, it's Mark Gonzalez's birthday uh, it's today, today oh, isn't yesterday, it? Yeah. So it would be quite good to start, start with. with yeah. Well, today, yeah, that kind of makes sense, doesn't it? As you said, Mark Gonzalez's birthday, which we all probably know because of the... Uh, end of video days where his, his, everybody's birthday came up. So, oh, shit. yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that was uh, nailed into everybody's psyche at a young age. But I just. Is that when he does the frontside nose blunt on the roller yeah. snakes ramp? Because that is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that video, I, I, only, I only saw that video just a few weeks ago. And I was just, you know, sometimes it's just, you're just trolling through YouTube, just looking at stuff, and one thing leads you to another. And oh, I yeah, just... I've got children too, Joe. I do that. <laughs> exactly. All the time. A lot of downtime. I'm sure Ryan does. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, That's the equivalent of having a social life now. Exactly, yes. 
Um, but I just I saw that and it's just like he's just skating around the demo and just farting about. And then he just he gets another kid's like there's all these kids watching. He just picks up some kids' balls and just starts just like doing this mm. stuff, which is just like it really. Well, Helsinki, there's a. Um... Morley or no, not Morley actually. Arto once told me and Rye, I think, a story about Alex went and did a demo at that oh, same yeah, place right. in Helsinki, and he did it like pretty much turned up on his own. Right. And there was I don't know, like fucking three thousand Finnish kids just sat there <laughs> going, "Go on then." <laughs> so in the same place, and then I think he ended up saying, "Please, for fuck's sake, come and skate with me." <laughs> yeah. And I think it's the same place. I also think it's the same place that they have... Helsinki um, Hookup Comps. What's the it called? Comps. Helsinki yeah, Hookup, yeah. I think it's, it's like... A, you've been there, yeah, right? Old, yeah, it's an, an ice hockey, hockey thing. Yeah, we went there like 2014, me and Horse went. And yeah, it's the same. I got paid to MC there one year and uh, I parked my car in the wrong car park. Oh, I remember Heathrow. this. <laughs> <laughs> I got paid 250 quid... And when I got back, the parking was 247 That's where you quid. get for parking it <laughs> so in the short-stay car park at Heathrow Airport. <laughs> well, I, I got there at 5 o'clock in the morning, so I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but, yeah. Well, you made three quid. What, right. what are you talking about? That's fine. I made three quid, yeah, and, you know, I, I did loads of swearing because Finnish people don't care about that. I had mums turning around and going, yeah, when I was screaming the word cunt and stuff. It was pretty funny. That was it. So three quid's all I deserve. That's, that's, not, that's not too bad. That was interesting. I, I went to that uh, um, the uh, Nike exhibition the other week uh, that I, they opened in London, but it's Casper had that um, video premiere and stuff. And I, it was funny, I was talking to people about this podcast, and they're like, oh, yeah, we, you know, people say nice stuff, but a lot of people just like, yeah, you do swear a lot on it, though. And I was like, I, yeah, I suppose to do. Yeah, because you're not a man I associate with swearing. Really? That's really? that's quite no, normal. You're cause... quite softly spoken. Uh, right, you don't swear that I, much, I, I really. I try either. to rein it in these days, yeah. I mean, ironically, I'm the one who works in a profession where you're not allowed to swear, and I swear like I'm fucking 12. Yeah, but, but... you've got to get it out of your system outside of the hours that you're in an institution. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. swearing <laughs> It's all in the bottled, classroom. Up, bottled up till half thanks, past three. Thanks for that, right? Respect. <laughs> you've got an excuse. That's correct, yeah. <laughs> But you know the crack though, right? It's like, it's 1992, I think it is. I just picked that one because I thought it was a really good video of just like showing like his creativity. And it's really like... But it's like his creativity. And like, you can see yeah. that when he gets that kid's board from the crowd and he's just messing about or whatever, like that's great. But then like the power that he's got when he's doing, when he's doing all the stuff before that, when he's doing the inverts and he's skating the ledge and everything, it's like... It's amazing. He's got it all, you know. I mean, it's gone. Obviously, he's got it all. But like at that point as well, because that was like, was that post video day? So it was like ATM. Just click. video days are probably just yeah. Video days ninety one, isn't it? Yeah, it was ninety two. It was like click sort of days, weren't it? Yeah, I mean, it's it. One thing I did think when I was watching it is, is in fact, both of their outfits are very up to date, aren't they? You I could think run I'm, both I'm of them now. Because normally in skating, well. it's, it's just like plain shirt, t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's like the dad I mean, outfit, cosplay. isn't it? The, I used to be cool. It turned a big Gons cosplay yeah. for the evening. <laughs> it does. It, but you know what I mean. You can usually date it, can't you? A by how fast people are or aren't going, and B by what shoes and clothes they're wearing. Yeah. But, um, with this, and this is probably really just, fast just and pretty sort of... small wheels as well, isn't it? So no, no. This will be at the on the cusp of small wheels. Yeah. I guess ninety-three is the sort of. 
the, the pinnacle the of apex, equipment that doesn't work. Yeah, 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 exactly. This is before that descent to the nadir of, I want to be able to ride a skateboard, but I don't actually want it to move. I mean, let's be fair, you're not doing fucking eggplants on like... Well, maybe you are doing eggplants on 33 mil wheels. Yeah, I don't Nick know. probably be able to do that. I did think a lot of that footage seemed quite looped, though, didn't it? Or maybe it's just because they're in like a... See what um, what I was saying about Alex doing a demo in that same mm-hmm. thing? It looks kind of similar, doesn't it? It's like there's just them it's two. Pro- yeah. Like, go yeah. on then, perform. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I imagine must be mental. But the only one, the only one I ever had like that, I ever did in my skateboarding time was there was something at the NEC in Birmingham. There was a comp there, and yeah, and it was just it was literally me skating around the NEC, like just me in the center of the. And obviously, there was other people, and obviously, not very. The crowd was not at just capacity. Just you with your own thinking. <laughs> yeah, just me, just me trying to skate, and it was just like that. Was like fucking. That was really weird. <laughs> I think I that was the same. Was that the much. contest where all the Osiris people were over and like Kenny, um, Kenny Hughes, and all that? I'm not sure. I can't remember. I think that's the one when I was trying to film Harry Ollie over this fence into a bank and he'd like, Harry bastard Harry, and he zoomed with his board into my forehead and knocked me out. And I, sl- I slid down the bank with the like camera in my hand as I was like having a fit and then got to the bottom of the stairs. Was that the... Out the stair, the bank. Was, that the, was it called yeah, King the... of Street, that one? <laughs> It might yeah, be. that's yeah. the one that Mackie yeah. had the fall and then doing I was the like, down that massive hand. Yeah, 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 and then the crook down, down the massive Where rail, he was yeah. landing was just chilled heat stickers. Jason Lund's company, yeah. and it was just chilled heat stickers, and he couldn't ride out because of the patch of stickers that he was landing on. <laughs> it was unchilled, wasn't it? Yeah, I think Harry came up to me where I was like bleeding and half conscious, and walked over and went, "You daft cunt," and then walked off. Thanks for like, that. Cheers, man. That's that north northeast uh, affectionate attitude they have to everything. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, exactly. Have you seen him recently on Instagram with his fucking handbag head? No. He's uh, he's cycling across Spain and he, he keeps doing updates about like sunburn his head is as well for me. <laughs> that sounds rare. But, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just saw that and I just thought that was it's God's his birthday and it was just a, a God's clip I hadn't seen, I suppose, as well. It was a, a, yeah. a good one. And There's like, a lot of good eggplants in it on a small oh, yeah, quarter totally pipe, isn't amazing. there? Amazing, yeah. How did you find it? Did you, is it just random YouTube <laughs> just, troll? Just the kind of, you know, YouTube bibliography that you know just you, know, you might like this yeah, as well yeah, kind yeah. of thing and it's like you know he skates vert a bit in it too right if I remember from watching right it before the end, yeah, there's, there's a bit a, of vert, vert skating towards the end mm. isn't there? that's looks... pretty mad that I wonder if they just set that thing up purely for demos and then because it all looks a bit like Peter Noble like Meccano ramp set up doesn't it it kind of looks, it looks like a bit like the stuff or something setup. like that to me yeah sometimes. yeah but I guess it won't be because it's it's Helsinki isn't it but but yeah, that venue, they've had a bunch of stuff in there, haven't they? Because that was the place where Molly did that demo and then they've done the Helsinki hookup comps in there as well. And what was Helsinki? Yeah, I guess ice hockey must be massive in Finland, yeah. right? It's good that they're so receptive to skaters. But can we take it on a Bastion tangent? Do you, do you, you know the bit where he grabs the kid's board from the crowd? Do you remember that Paris thing that we were at, Ben? Uh, the, the Tony Hawk show in 2000 and... Nine, I want to say. Mm, yeah, something like that. And yeah. I had that massive street contest, and it was like a forty-five-minute jam on that ridiculously big setup. Yeah, like stairs like and stairs hubba and thing. Hubba thing. Alex Olsen was there, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Alex Olsen was there, and Vile and Fanner and a couple of others. And then like Bastian came out and skated for like the first 
five minutes and like won it within the first five minutes. Easy, just did the most ridiculous stuff, didn't he? And then he went and gave his board to a kid in the crowd and then went and just chilled with his brother for like 35 minutes and then ran back out, grabbed his board off the kid and then won the comp again with like another five minutes of like ridiculous stuff to the point where it was like, he's taking the piss now. And then I... Yeah, it was like, it was like, check me out beyond check me out, wasn't it? But justified. Now you do like a double backside flip down that mm. crazy then, double set and everything, didn't you? Or over and then the did like double or flip front side board side. But it was like how he came back, got the kid, got the board off the kid, and then won the comp again. And then I don't know whether or not that kid ever got that board back. I hope he did. But that... was that after? That was after it was flip, like, wasn't it? Was yeah, when that he was. was... A, that was like before Jar, I think. But that was. Oh, so this wasn't early days. This was. This was kind of post post. This was post flip days, was it? Okay. Yeah, this is like yeah, like probably well, two thousand and nine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, right, yeah. But yeah, they had a free bar right there. We were they spent like, fuck knows how much money, like three hundred grand or something on that it Tony Hawk event. Stupid, like thirty. And, like, grand one on of heating. the things was, yeah, that's right. That dude told us that, mm. didn't you remember? It was in the Grand Palais, and uh, it was free. You could drink anything you want. It was free, and Grove went and nicked two bottles of uh, fucking vodka or whatever. Got gripped by the security guards and got his head kicked in for nicking booze from a free bar. <laughs> got kicked out, didn't Sounds he? About yes, right. mate. Yeah, Grove, yeah, he got kicked the out. The only yeah. person that could probably get kicked <laughs> out of a free booze party <laughs> for nicking booze. Why is your friend stealing free booze from the free booze bar? <laughs> I don't know. Good question. Fuck laugh, I guess. <laughs> he needs a. No, I nearly said it then. <laughs> yeah, good choice, that, Joel. Thank good, you. Uh, timely as well. Yeah. And uh, nobody's ever going to do probably a better eggplant than him, are they? I think well, that's maybe as, Andy Scott, as I guess. As good as but... gets, yeah. 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 So, I mean, next up, we could we could talk about the welcome video, because that's... I think we should do that at the end when we're reckon... the most pissed. <laughs> OK. Yeah. What do you think, right? <laughs> well, what, what, what do you want to do next? What, which of the ones should do we, we do... had? Aaron's thing? Aaron's thing could be yeah. good, yeah. We could, yeah. Uh, that was the one I picked was... Uh, I, first off, I want to say those those pocket skate mag things, I think, have been really amazing. Yeah, they're good, aren't they? They're really good, and there's a bunch of them. Um, and the Aaron one, I thought, was really, really good. And uh, You see the one with Stewie Patar, the little dude, the Bulgarian guy? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that was good, that too. That was really good. Yeah. And Yalta's one's pretty good as well. It's kind of better when they do it with people who aren't, like, established superstar. I guess Aaron is an established superstar because of Instagram, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, not, not people it's a bit like totally premiering something that everyone's already seen before when you do that, isn't it? You want to <laughs> yeah, do, completely. like... Like, if you're going to do this, this is a look into somebody's life, there's no point doing it around somebody you already know everything about them, do you know what I mean? And particularly with her, with Aaron, everybody's interested, aren't they? Because she's absolutely amazing and her, like, the way she kind of blew up into the scene was... Out of nowhere, it was somebody else's. She talks about it in yeah, this, right? She does, yeah. Somebody else posted that, that flip, yeah. frontside flip, fakey nose grind, shove it clip, yeah, or yeah. something like that. Anyway, and there's a, you know, there's obviously the story in there about you know her her coming, you know, st- starting a transition and stuff like that, and all that kind of thing. And it's like, yeah, I thought what what one of the interesting things about her kind of emergence into the skateboarding pantheon or whatever you want to call it is. Um, the fact that somebody else posts that clip of her and she was she talks about it in this, doesn't she? How she wasn't yeah. like that keen on posting anything because yeah, yeah, yeah. inevitably she was then gonna feel like she'd have to say that 
you know, she had transitioned or she was mid-transition or whatever, and then that was going to open up all the... It's basically like coming out to fucking everybody on the internet when you don't really... Do you know what I mean? Well, that was like before she, put, the way she came she out to her mum and stuff like that, so that's quite a big deal, isn't it? If it's like that thing of... And especially, you know, like she was saying about it not being, you know, she'd kind of given up on skateboarding as any kind of career idea and stuff, and she was working mm. in a... Um, uh, I think she was working in a lab somewhere doing. Uh, she's a biomedical yeah. science researcher or something like something that. Like she's that, like yeah. super brainy. You can tell that when she's talking. Yeah, 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 completely. And like, but I just, I just think her style is really, really unique, and she's just, uh, just an amazing, amazing skateboarder. And yeah, and that, that um, I agree. But what I was, what I was getting to, yes, was that her kind of. So the way I remember she talks about it in this is that one clip came out. And it went bonkers, didn't it? It went fucking insta-viral or whatever, because, like, whoa, look at this girl's fucked up. And then because of the way she obviously is about skateboarding, like, super honourable, she felt that she had to then say, create an account, or make it public, I think it was, and say that she was trans because... Well, I don't know, I don't want to speak for her, but the way she explains it in that, she felt like a responsibility to, like, tell people that that's who she was because it's... She'd be almost become famous against her will because of how good that clip was and everyone was, like, freaking out about it. Which, if you think about it from, like, a a personal psychological perspective, is, like, super heavy, but she handled that like a fucking proper pro, I think. Yeah, definitely. And, um, yeah, I, 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 you know, I'd be, I really want to see a real... You know, a proper... Well, she's had parts and stuff, but it would be great to see a really good sci-fi film. Well, it looks like Nike are chucking money at her, doesn't it? So presumably we'll see yeah, a part she's from on, her Yeah, she's on a good point. thing with uh, with sci-fi fantasy as well. That looks that's a rare company, and you know that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That follow so. clip is just it's yeah. just lovely. You know what I mean? Like everything about it is just such a like wholesome day with like a good crew as well. You know, you can tell that like Darius is in the mix, and then yeah, that was random, wasn't it? It was like, hey, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, it's Darius. But yeah, you know, like lovely crew going out skating and then going and getting your belly button pierced and then going out skating some more and then, you know, sitting down and having a chat about coming out, like... Cat is on yeah, it as yeah. well, isn't she? That Cat girl, is Cat is from... Where is she from? Ar not Argentina. Um, is she not Spanish? Uh, no. No, she's South American. She oh, lives she? in Barcelona. Okay. I forget where. She I'll just check on my phone okay. in a minute. Yeah. But I've met her as well. And her story is quite interesting and she's right. equally kind of upfront about it like I think she I can't remember what she was doing she was a student or something and it's clearly very good at skateboarding and also clearly very pretty and the sort of person that brands are going to want to wear their shit which you could look at as a in, in a bad way I guess that it's exploitative or you could look at it the way she seems to look at it when she, she did one of these followed things as well if you haven't yeah, watched that you watch yeah, hers and it's basically, she's kind of accepted that that's... You know, like, we're our generation, like everyone fucking shitting themselves about what's legit and what's not legit, and how can you get... And is it, are you really sponsored or are you not sponsored? Like, none of that shit matters anymore now. So that girl, Kata, gets to live how she wants and just film some, like, cool clips on Instagram, and that's, like... I guess Aaron's trajectory is similar, kind of, except I guess now she's on sci-fi fantasy, so it'll go a traditional way as well, but... That's the good thing about this one and the one with Kata and the, and the one with Stewie Pitar, actually. I think that's how you say his name. All of whom are kind of sponsored, but, like, peripheral to the the mainstream way of being sponsored, who are all kind of making a living, or maybe not making a living, but get to live somewhere cool 
and go skating all the time and are clearly like really nice people that have got something to offer. Like like Rice said, it is really wholesome listening to Aaron talk you through like her story of transition and you know, to like younger people watching it, that'll be a you know, it, it touched me mm-hmm. and it's not my personal experience. But if I'm like fourteen and I'm undergoing that like mm. mind fuck that that obviously is, like fuck yeah. She should have as many <laughs> fucking stock X resell dunks as you can should be able to make a house out of dunks for doing that, as far yeah, as I'm concerned. Yeah, See, I've had one pint now. But, you know what I mean? Go yeah, on, right. The, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It was just like, if, if you're a young person watching that, it's like, what sort of better role model could you ask for, you know? Yeah, totally. Like, you couldn't. And I do think there's, I do think our generation, I mean, we're all roughly the same age. Speak for yourself, youngsters. <laughs> yeah, go on, I know. But, but it's like, we did have all those... You know, it's it. What there was all those hang-ups about, you know, and a lot, I think a lot of it. I mean, it's maybe hard to chuck it at one particular skate scene, but like that kind of EMB kind of mentality of like it's got to be this, and it's like the style. Well, I think be it's this, Northern and, California SF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fresher influenced, didn't it? It's yeah. like gatekeepers and stuff, and you know that that had its place back then, didn't it? When it was like an underground thing, but it ain't an underground thing now more. So nobody's got any right to decide that they can say that this is cool or that's not cool and anyone who thinks they have got a right to say that fuck them basically yeah and i think that's i think that's the 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 thing about especially kind of like internet culture and instagram culture is like for people like uh, people my age and stuff like that that you know we do i sometimes do bump up against that thing about you know this is someone i've never heard of and it's like oh they don't have any sponsors that i know but they've got x amount of followers and they do this and that and the other. And you sometimes think, well, you know, is that kind of, you know, legit? But then you kind of think, well, it's legit in that context. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's it's irrelevant what anybody else thinks, really. Or it's irrelevant what... Um, mm. It's like, know, it's like Instagram that, and you know. social media is completely democratised skateboarding. It's like you don't need to get the backing of, like, a magazine or a company now to achieve any sort of level of status within a scene. So it's like you can just go out there and do your thing. And if people are feeling it, then your following's going to grow and then you, you know, you can outgrow the platforms that um, you might have once relied on to get some sort of coverage, you know? There's, there's skaters in the UK that have got bigger followings than, like, any of the, like, magazines that are based in the UK now, any of the brands that are based in the UK now, Bar Palace, you know? And I think I think women's skateboarding is, is, a, is, a, is a prime example of that because there is that kind of sometimes crossover into that kind of influencer territory as well. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff. Well, that's a female space, isn't it? I mean, yeah. we're talking about this as if it's politically neutral because it isn't. Obviously, it's owned by a bunch of lizards isn't it but in terms of the people that succeed on it as the users i think i mean you've only got if you look at it on a microcosmic scale if you look at that the effect that girls skate uk and stuff like that has just in our country that's purely instagram like the vehicle for that success and growth is instagram isn't it which is not to say that it's a female only platform but i don't know like you a lot i mean i don't know because i don't follow fucking influencers that but I know, I know, <laughs> no, you know I what I mean? Like, yeah. what fucking influence am I going to have? Lose some weight, you cunt. But um, it, 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 in and of itself, it's neither negative or positive, but it's been used to, for a really positive way by people like Aaron and other people that we've discussed. But at the same time, there is a nefarious side to it because of, you know, the algorithmic patterns and, you know, it's a female space, but yet all that shit about, you know, body image and stuff gets pushed on people as well. So benign dictatorship of magazine editors might be over but the 
the dictatorship of the people running the algorithms might not be as benign. <laughs> I just thought we should chuck that in there because we were all like hyping up Instagram as like a wholly positive thing when it's well, no, we all know not that, that is it? But, and negatives to it and stuff like that, but you know. It's the teacher in me, right? I had to give a, a, a balance, yeah. appraisal of the situation. <laughs> yeah, exactly, also, yeah. also aware we're just like, you know, cisgendered white males just talking about this as well. But that aside, you know, we're all, we're all for the cause. Yeah, but, no, I know. wasn't even trying to, like, do that, really. <laughs> no, but, yeah, totally. You know, it, it, I know. Instagram produces amazing stuff, but yeah. it's also dog shit at <laughs> yeah, the same totally, time, yeah. isn't it? Was one saying. But, but that's, like, Aaron's yeah. famous because she's really, really good at skating and she had used that vehicle to become famous. She's not famous... Do you know what I mean? Like, if you can do double flip, frontside double flip, faking those guys and make it look good, then you'd probably become famous eventually anyway. I th- we'll definitely see her on the cover of Thrasher, I would imagine, at some point, which is the nearest thing to a gatekeeper that there is left in skateboarding. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, completely. But, it's the, but that's the thing. It's like, you know, anything that's... However you come through anything, it's like she is good enough to be that at that level. Do you know what I mean? And we'll, and we'll be, you know... And it's like those things that, that you know, <laughs> the cream does rise to the top, you know what I mean? It's like, and it's... Yeah, for sure. It will be the way, definitely. I mean, interesting yeah. that Rai's already done one double flip anecdote, and we're on another double flip anecdote. <laughs> yes. If we want to take it right back to your first choice, Gons was probably the first person to make a double flip look good on video. That's there. true, so yeah. Perhaps there's going to be like an unconscious double flip <laughs> subtext running through this. <laughs> double flip Or maybe shit, not, yeah. who yeah, knows, you know what I mean? <laughs> You ever filmed yeah. a double flip, Joel? Fuck, I don't think so. I used to do backside double flips sometimes because I don't do backside flips. My straight kick flips were backside ho- double flips. I've never done one of them. I've, I've, no, I've they're good if you, you do them good. Tape ben oh, doing yeah. a double flip at, at Bridlington. Oh, on the, the bank. bank at Bridlington. Yeah, I used to be able to do straight mm. ones, but never double backside yeah, double flips. That was Brady's shit, wasn't it? I was going to say it's Brady's Brady's territory. He always made them look good, definitely. Yeah. Sal Barbier does a fakie double flip. I think in questionable and flat and a line which yeah. looks sick nice. but it's Sal Barbie isn't it you can have a shit in it look <laughs> exactly yeah definitely <laughs> well that's my two that's my two choices out of the way so uh, we can go for any of the other ones let's go from do you want to do him and Barn then yeah uh, we could we could oh, do, we do Golden Egg going to double egg uh, double egg Golden Egg double C double double if, egg because if, D- if, if you're going to try and transition from one thing to another by way of a double flip it's gonna to have to be golden egg. Yeah. <laughs> this, true. This, this, I think, I, I think I saw it when it came out I, a while ago, and I watched it again when you put it up, and it was just like, <laughs> I, I made notes of these, and I just put, "Is this the most British video ever made?" Pro- probably. It's my, yeah, my it's notes. drugs, isn't it? It's like glue sniffing as a video. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, like, it's one of those videos where it made, like, when it came out, it made no sense, and then as the years have gone on, it's made less sense, and I think that's. <laughs> and more sense at the yeah, same time. But yeah, like you, you don't understand what's going on at any given point in it, really. And as you look into it more and try to analyse what's going on in the clips, you lose track of like what's real and what's not, and like what's staged, what's actually skateboarding, what what has just been concocted in like a car park. Use well, which brings us back to what's the, the the is it legit? No longer being a viable question, I guess. Yeah, well, I think that that's an interesting thing as well. It's like you know, I was, I was kind of thinking if this had come out now, this would probably be on the Thrasher site. Do you know what I mean? It would like. Well, this is like every viral clip <laughs> yeah. you've ever seen on Instagram in the last since Instagram got video, in a full length mini video. <laughs> when did it come out? Twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. I, yeah. I remember getting a. I got a copy of it in the post, and it came with a. 
a little like baggie stuck to the front with you know them UFO things that are full of like it's like edible mm. paper full of sherbet yeah, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, a yeah. load of them and then you opened it up and there was like a little drawer in that Avi had done there was a picture of him dressed as cat weasel <laughs> and there was you know like everyone shits themselves every time Aunt Year I do a video and there's no advertising beforehand this was like that but he's like delivering acid in a gas through your letterbox <laughs> it was like here. the complete opposite of you remember Avit the video that he did yeah. before yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Right? like when he was filming Avit, I remember like Mike Wright used to get CD-ROMs or DV tapes with like 45-minute edits of Avit on it, like three years before it came out, and it'd be like, here's a version of Avit that I edited up last week, and then he'll send it to him, and you'd sit there and watch him be like, whoa, that was mental, and then two weeks later it'd be like, here's another version of Avit, and it'd be the same video re-edited completely differently, and then by the time the DVD came out, it was completely different again, but you'd seen everything, like, a, like a handful of times. And then with Golden Egg, it was just like... I mean, he's really... Im- yeah, with Golden Egg, it was just like, you got a DVD turned up in the post, and it was mental, and you didn't know what the fuck had just happened. And that was that, you know? You got, it got posters on the barracks, didn't it? <laughs> Did it? Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Well, just right. as I was watching, I was just I just started laughing about two minutes in, and then I just didn't stop laughing, basically. <laughs> it was just... I mean, he, he occupies a really interesting space in... Yeah. British skate history stroke culture, doesn't he, Avi? He's like, yeah. do you know what I mean? He, he was, when I was first getting into skating or buying mags or whatever, he was already in the mags in like, I don't know, 89, 88, something like that, him and Dennis's brother. And then he disappeared for a bit, presumably to, I mean, he's a really talented musician. He's like really interested in like folk culture, painting. He's currently, he's like a, He's big into conservation and, like, butterfly habitat building and, like, whatever he's into, he's, like, massively into it. And then he came back and was... I mean, I remember seeing him skate when I was really young at some... I can't remember where it was, but some, like... Do you remember, like, people put some jump ramps and a gas pipe in, like, a gym hall and everyone would go up? Somewhere like that, anyway. And um, I, I guess everyone just assumed he'd stopped skating, but he clearly hadn't. He was just doing his own shit. And, um... And then there was a lot of Red Bull Manny Mania events. You remember them, right? Do you go to any of them, Joel? I don't think that I did was go to those, when but, yeah, I was probably a bit out of it. Avi sort of re-emerged into the public like eye bef- then. I mean, right. it was after like, yeah, shit was on the lens. Because but... before that, he did shit on the lens for karma, didn't he? And that was like, that was when he yeah. came back out of the, the, the wilderness <coughs> and yeah. then did shit on the right. lens and everyone was like, what the hell was that? Like, what just happened? But some of the skating in that is absolutely, like... His, like, like yeah, lots of it's, like, wacky mm. shit, but fucking, like, so difficult. The, the stuff, stuff that he's doing in that is ridiculous. And then there's the ghost flip. You remember that, where he does, like, the pressure flip? Yeah, the yeah. zen flip, where the does ghost the pressure flip, flip or whatever, the bench, yeah. And then it just magically does the same thing off without him touching it or having anything to do with it. Mental. If you take enough mushrooms, you can just... That's what happens, I guess. <laughs> but it's not just Avi either, is it? It's Jesse James who ended up... right. Well, so obviously that brand... Fancy um, Lad. Yeah, Fancy Lad took a lot of cues from this, I think, because the, what they went on to produce is kind of deeply influenced by this and shit on the lens. And Jesse James, who I think lives in New Zealand now, somewhere like that, ended up getting a pro board off Fancy Lad. Oh, OK, right. And... Um, it's all the shit with the fucking shoes made out of bread and like just <laughs> like kind of like Andy Evans style skate comedy, but just yeah. taken in like a completely surreal, like drug fueled fucking direction. Like there's a bit where he's got the 
you know, what do you call it? Like the trellis that you use if you're a carpenter. And he's attached wheels to it, and he's trying to do G turn on it, and it's <laughs> fucking hell, man. But it's just that the thing is with it, the, the, like, it's so it's edited so quickly that video, and it's just like you almost don't get time to kind of like process anything. Like, do you know? What yeah, I mean? yeah. Just, by design, I think. Oh, yeah. completely. Yeah, but like what Rice said, it's like your brain can't handle it because there's just so much getting yeah, it's mobbed like a, at it's you. Like it's like a vine, just, but it's like what it's it like is, watching yeah. a vine if it'd smoke yeah. DMT or something. It's, yeah, it's insane. <laughs> a seven-minute vine. Yeah. yeah, and it's got the other, the third dude is Ketwen, mm. isn't he? That's what we we christened him as. There's a guy in it. There's Jesse James, Avi, and then the other guy whose name I can't remember. He's from the northwest somewhere. He's really, really, really good. He's like Brian Wenning, but from, like, Blackburn or something. It's, like, <laughs> it's such a weird trio of, like, skateboard yeah, superstars. I, mean, I, 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 I think that's just... Basically, if people haven't watched it and they've enjoyed listening to us rambling on, go watch it. Oh, yeah, well, I'm going to put all the links in the in the podcast description, so there'll be all the links for the, all the videos. But, yeah, so definitely go... I say It's only got 84,000... Views that's a travesty, yeah, yeah, that's completely it, but um, yeah, but I think that's kind of you know, it is that kind of classic British eccentric thing, isn't it? It's like taking something and just being it like, is very British, yeah, all the cat weasel references and the you know, his slugworth thing and the, the pale Eris little drawing he does. And I mean, he's still dead active. If people follow Chris on, on Instagram, you get to see all kinds of mad shit like. From like moths one minute and then skating the next, and he put had this really really sweet video when he proposed to his I think they've got married now, but to his fiance where they they went to some like medieval turret somewhere and he'd rigged it up so that the ring went up on like a balloon <laughs> when they were stood at the top and he he like just reached over and then like it's like just he's basically like he could probably be a really 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 sick film director, mm. but he's happy fixing roofs and like making sure butterflies are all right and stuff in Accrington. The dude's a genius basically. Some, some kind of Ben Ben Wheatley kind of character probably, yeah. Some mm. kind of vibe. But yeah, definitely. Yeah. And he might have been the first person to use half man half biscuit on a skate video as well. Yeah, he maybe, uses that yeah. um when the sun goes down track with the was it I'm off to see the bootleg Beatles as the bootleg Mark Chapman line. That's some <laughs> shit on the lens. Yeah. It's like absolute you couldn't be any more British if you exactly. tried, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, anybody want to say more about that, or is it, uh, we've covered that? But that, that yeah, that really um, was something uh, truly unique. I mean, yeah, it gets no more unique yeah. than that, does it? Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. It should be required viewing, really, because skateboarding's a bit poor face sometimes these days, which pisses me off, really. But ultimately, skateboarding's trying to see if you can do a kickflip on a keyboard that you've robbed out of a skip, and it that's and I don't mean them tits that do that on Instagram trying to go viral with, like, what trick is this when they've stood on, like, a phone case? I mean, like, what Avi's got in that video is, like, playing around with your friends but doing it to, like, in a quite a... almost like a high art sort of way, but without taking it at all serious at all and sticking two fingers up to anyone who thinks about it, it if seriously. If you think about the process that, have got, that would have gone into producing that video, like... How, how do you even catalogue that? You know what I mean? It's like, what, do, you, do you sit there and be like, right, and now we're going to get a skip, and now we're going to do this, and now we're going to do that, and then you end up... Because how many clips are in that for, like, an eight-minute video or whatever it is? There's hundreds of, hundreds of clips in there, so it's like coming up with all of these clips that individually, like, probably would go viral, and then weaving them together in this, like, really 
like surreal patchwork of a of a video project, you know. But I think that's the really interesting thing about it as well. If you think about it, the the time frame that it, when it came out to now, it's like uh, even but even you know we're talking under ten years ago, but everybody's like fucking attention spans got so short now and all that kind of stuff. It's like if it if it, if that stuff had come out now as you know Instagram stories or as this or that, then. It would be, to, you know, a very, very different context for it and stuff like that. But it's like... You know what I want to say? But it is the same kind if, of if, shit. If Avi sees this, which I'm pretty sure we can make sure that happens and listen to it. So, Chris, when you're listening to this, all them tapes of all the footage that you made this, what is it, it's like seven-minute video, can we have, like, a Blu-ray redux <laughs> of, like, six hours of <laughs> actually It'll making it? Like like, I want to see guess. all of it. It'd be like a briefcase. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On yeah, vinyl. There's, there's no way that that could exist. But if you took any one of those <laughs> clips now, like to try to do kickflips with bread for shoes or in clown shoes or on a keyboard or whatever, and like put that out on Instagram. Well, it's like what Braille and that got famous for yeah, doing, exactly. isn't it? But they did it without the sort of sense of humour that's been done here. And Chris clearly wasn't doing it to be. I mean, it is obviously it is look at me to a certain extent, but it's like look at me and then go and buy your own breadsticks, not look at me, then buy a fucking whatever Johnny Voltron board or whatever, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I have got his pro boards, I've got a number of his pro mm. boards downstairs, as I'm sure Ryan has got the as well. One. I'm very mm. proud to own a few of mm, his pro boards. Sure. <laughs> um, you, is that a stack of mags behind you there, Ryan, or is that a stack of boards? I can't see, the, the, on your right-hand side. Boards on that side and mags on that oh, side. Very nice. And that's oh, Sid Barrett nice. there, actually, talking of Abby. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I did try and find the DVD um, cover to hold it up for this, but I yeah, think it's in the loft, in the loft and I, well. I couldn't be I didn't have a cover for well, it, it's just so, like I don't. I, I never really do stuff with the videos of these. I, I mean, you know, I, they're, they're all recorded, but I don't know... I don't know if any of them are fit for purpose for anything else, apart from, the, you know, I just use, use the audio, but, yeah. Anyway... But yeah, okay, so what can we do next? There was the, um, maybe that's what I call skateboarding. Oh, I... oh did we decide we weren't yeah, going to do, do, we we do, do that? Yeah, we decide we weren't going to do that. We're not going to do that. I mean, we can, we can well, do that. Well, I guess that. if we're not watching them, it doesn't matter, yeah, does can, it? We exactly, can do yeah. that, for sure, because then after that, it's him yeah. and Bam. But no, that's what I call skateboarding. Like, if you want a unique video, Jesus Christ. What did Jimmo said something the other day, didn't he, where it was like Christian's videos are broadcast on a different frequency. And I thought that summed up like now, that's why I call skateboarding perfectly. Did you sit and watch it, Joel? I uh, yeah, I did, and it's like I, I I'd not seen it. I don't think I saw it at the time actually, because it's twenty seventeen or something like that, is it? Yeah, it's probably when you were like doing other stuff, I guess. That. Isn't I it? think it's like two thousand. I think it got uploaded in twenty seventeen because Vague shared it. Yeah, think... yeah, because well, it's on the Vague thing, isn't it? Oh, but right. we reviewed okay. it, yeah, didn't it we? In the man, like so it must be twenty fifteen. Oh shit! Right, so it's older than that, right? Yeah, yeah. but Christian's just. Interesting thing about that, do you remember, Ry, that it came on a board with Mm -hmm. grip tape so that it knackered your DVD by you getting the DVD? It deliberately was presented in a way that would ruin the DVD. It was like proper, like some, what's his name, Marcel de Saint shit, but in cowboy boots from Cardiff. Yeah, a certain role as well, didn't they? Tried to create a vinyl sleeve that was made out of sandpaper so that when you put it into the record collection, it'd like destroy <laughs> whatever was next to it. Well, yeah, I'd not, I'd not seen this, and it was this was one of your picks, right? Wasn't it? But um... yeah, well, when you said we'd you know try and find some stuff that's unique, I was like, Christian's got a, a brilliant way of like disarming people 
and then getting them to to do stuff that they probably wouldn't do if they if it wasn't for Christian, and his his videos have always um, like he's always managed to capture that in them, you know. So when he came to doing this, like the whole concept is obviously like it's like been on VH one in like two thousand and two or something, and swapping out people in music videos for people like Ben Grove and Dylan and Karan, you know, it's like. <laughs> the bit that had me crying when I rewatched it again the other day was the fucking um, Sinead O'Connor bit <laughs> with Dyke. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. Where he, like, forces a tear out. Did you, you know the story about that, though? <laughs> they had to do it twice, because, like, they did the first one, and I'm pretty sure that they sat and recorded the first take of it, and Christian watched it back and then said to Dyke, like, you're going to have to do it again, because, uh, like, I didn't feel it. When you when we watched it back, like I couldn't feel it. Like there needs to be actual tears. So Dyke like you know went back and like sat in his darkened room by himself, and I'm sure it was just like him and the camera in the room, and like actually managed to force out like a real tear. That's exactly what I mean, Joe. Like Christian can disarm yeah. people, yeah, and then make them do something as ridiculous as that, like sit and shed tears for my skateboard video. <laughs> well, that's I mean, the thing. Just... Yeah, amazing. Incredible. I mean, same thing, you know, like, not taking skateboarding seriously whilst taking it really seriously. Do you know what I mean? Like, culturally, they're, him and Avi are, like, connected, aren't they? they? They both deeply care about skateboard culture as they see it, as this, like, kind of art, brute, outsider, piss-take thing, which is effectively what it is, but but also at the same time taking it so seriously that they forced Dikey to redo <laughs> a Sinead O'Connor cameo because it's not expressive enough, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing I'd forgotten. The skating in that video is absolutely oh, mental. Yeah, There's so much good skating That's in it. what I thought as well. I mean, I, Cara Dog Emmanuel is... He's, I always like watching footage. I mean, he's amazing and... He's not afraid of a pair of Huckleberry Finn roll-up tight jeans, either, is <laughs> he's it? He's not, no. And he's probably got the, be- the best name ever in British skateboarding, I think, but as well. But, um, yeah, he's always amazing to watch. And, yeah. But also Karan. Karan just looks... And I saw... Karan doing the fucking... Oh, man, the John Barnes rap. That had me crying when I watched that again the other day. You've got to pass and move. It's so funny. <laughs> on a side note, it's not related to skateboarding. Have you ever Have you ever heard... They don't, do you know they got everybody to do that rap who, who was in the England squad? Did they? <laughs> really? And his was the best. And it his was, was still the best, terrible. But you need to you need to track down the Peter Beardsley one of him doing oh, it. Oh God! Is that oh, what? what? Oh, what? It's, it's, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Um, Grove's good, isn't he? Grove does the it's a lager drink yeah. song, doesn't he? he? Does, yeah. I and I remember been at, we went to the premiere for this in Leeds, and I think Grove had been telling everybody that he had last part, or the people that he was with. It was like, I've got last part, I've got last part, and I've got, like, a vivid memory of, like, everybody sitting in the back room at the Brudenell where the Welcome video was premiered last Friday, and, like, he was laid on the floor with a, with a beer, and then his section came up, and he was like, yes! You know, you can imagine his <laughs> section players, and then it goes on to somebody else's section, and he was like, what? What? And I, I don't know whether he'd been told he was having last part or whether he genuinely thought that he was having last part or what, but, like, yeah, he was he was shocked that his part <laughs> was not last and then there was probably another 35 minutes of, like, video after it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> long, isn't it, this bit? It's, like, 48 minutes or something, yeah, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's an hour, yeah, it's longer, isn't it? I think, I think yeah. it's about an hour. Is it an yeah. hour? Yeah. But that's what I mean about, like, taking it seriously, like, 
that's like a gag that they were not afraid to like take to its logical conclusion. You know, it's, and, it's and yeah, ended it's up too with sick, Michael man. Jackson uh, heal the world. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that ends I on that is, is you... not messing about, is it? You'll probably know better than me or Joel here, right? What happened to that Steve King dude? Because he's got loads of insane footage in that. He, he had loads of ins- chills in Wales. Uh, yeah, and... like he had loads of insane footage in that, and then like he had some crayon stuff as well. Not too long after that, but then like I, d- I don't know, he's just low key. I don't think he was ever into the whole like being sponsored, getting coverage, like that sort of thing. Yeah, a lot of them. There's so many incredibly talented dudes from that era from Wales that were kind of. Like add a thing in document or add a thing in sidewall, and then evidently we just like. Well, he had that ridiculous. Whatever, so just and have a we laugh were doing now. that backside three sixty flip out. Was of, it that bigger it, flip it thing? Or something? I think it was a backside three sixty flip out of Cardiff Plaza yeah, when yeah, that yeah. first got built. Yeah, yeah, that was got kind of. I guess that must have gone mental on YouTube because it yeah, would have been too early like for someone anything social like media, flip right? Phone and put it up on YouTube, and it's probably got like seventy-eight thousand views or something. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Mad. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what happens. So many good spots in it as well. Yeah. Like, really good skating. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Another one, it's like it ought to be... You know how there's, like, stuffy twats have, like, a canon of stuff that you've got to watch, and it's, you know, you, you really need to start here, and then, and then you'll see the progression to this video. Like, forget that. Like, everyone really should watch stuff like this as well, because it's, like, the, the flip side to just being, like, a bit of a... You know, like a pondering, mm. chin rubbing, poor face tit. Well, like, what was? Nobody could watch that video and not think, yes, man, skating looks like a right laugh. Do you <laughs> what know was I mean? his first video? Was totally. First Blood. Remember that? And he did the DVD case in blood. Like, I'm pretty sure he took his like blood out of his own finger and wrote the like DVD cover with it. And then, I, like, I can't remember what came straight after that, but then recently he's done this. He's done quite a he's few, hasn't a... he? Five or mm. six. And then he's done that security's companion edit recently where it's just PJ dancing at security guards. Oh. <laughs> Have you seen that, John? No, I haven't, no. So this is what... So, forgive me for saying this is what you were doing, Christian, if it's not what you were doing, but they try to get kicked out of, like, high-bust spots by dancing. I guess to, like, mess with reality to see how security guards are going to ask. Like, they'll come up to them as a... Because they've got boards, yeah, right? Yeah, they've right, got right, boards, yeah. But they're not they've skating. Boards, and then, yeah. and then they're out. like, you need to leave. And then they start, like, body <laughs> popping and shit. And none of the security guards know what to do. It's amazing. <laughs> but, yeah, again, like Jim uh, said, you know, broadcast on a different frequency. Mm. Definitely, he also yeah. dropped in on the thing in uh, Millennium Square in mm. Leeds, didn't he, on that someone's video? Is it on Rory's video, Rory yeah, McKenzie? Rory's got a bunch of stuff in... This video now, that's what I call skateboarding. Mm, Chris, them two were boys, weren't they? Because Christian was like, he's from Ashford, I think, in Kent, which is why Lintel's in it. Oh, is that the Harry yeah, connection? Yeah, because and his mate Simon, I'm pretty sure, from Ashford. Like, they're both in mm. it. And then Rory and everyone from Leeds are in it, in, like, boiler suits for some video or other. You remember? Mm. Yeah. And, yeah, he's... Christian went to university in Leeds yeah, or something, Yeah, because that's where it? we all first met him. That's how mm. I know him. Because he used to get naked and run through cockpit and stuff like that. Mm. He'd be the one that'd be... <laughs> he's a really good skater as well, mm. Joel. I don't think people probably... Yeah, he's really good at skating. And, and now he... He runs Spit and Sawdust yeah, now, doesn't he? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, he owns Spit yeah. and Sawdust in Cardiff, which is... Uh, the guy who made this video, yeah. yeah. Yeah, right, OK, yeah. I've not been there, so which again, is... Like, yeah, yeah. Which speaks to his deep sort of love and concern for, like, 
skate culture because now they've got a vert ramp. They were the first kind of skate park with like really nice vegan food and like home prepared food, and they had like nice, but you know, like instead of here's some cheesy chips and a coke, yeah. that'll be 10 quid trying like to die. Like they they actually treated it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they have, they have a library there, like a magazine library, and they've got books and shit. It's really good. He's a fucking good dude. Yeah, Sid goes there quite a bit. I've not, I've not been, but yeah, I'd love to go. Definitely. Yeah, it's worth it, man. Someone it's good. got married yeah. there the other week as well. Like when oh, we, we, I yeah, went on the Monday with Broid, and then on the Saturday beforehand, people like someone got married there, and they didn't even skate, but they just got married on the vert ramp, and there's just like confetti all over <laughs> the flat bottom and stuff. <laughs> Imagine getting married on the vert ramp if you don't even so skate. Gnarly. Crackers. <laughs> Well, but, I mean, yeah. you know, we skated. I don't think any of us would get married on a vert ramp, would you? No, well, I'm already married. Are you married, Joel? You're married, Yeah, aren't you? no, uh, yeah, Bath Registry Office. Just you, yeah. right? Vert ramp's open for you and Z, mate. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you live in Sid, right? Come on. What's, what's going on? Pottersbury Skate Park. <laughs> is it Pottersbury? Is that Pottersbury, how you say yeah, it? Yeah, that's the one up That's the, the one you skate, mm, isn't it? Which was yeah. built, conversely, on the, on the car park that Leo Sharp started skating on. Back in the day. Yeah, yeah, because he's from that village as well, it's isn't like he? It's like three roads, the whole village. But, uh, yeah, so we could uh, maybe move on to him and Bam, I suppose. But I think, like, I chose this just because, like, when this came out, if you didn't know, because it's, it's like pre-social media by quite quite a while, and if you did... What year is it? I can't remember. I think it's 2004. 2003, I think, or 2004. Mm. I can find out whilst we're talking. Hang on. Yeah, because it was like... So I interviewed John about like it. Like, if you didn't know, at this point in time, like, if you didn't know anybody that was connected to it, there was no way that you could even know that it was coming out. So when... Like, I remember walking into Exit Skate Shop in Leeds on, like, a random Wednesday in that, you know, in 2004, and, like, walking in, and it was on the screen, and I was just like... Like what? What the hell is this? You know, like there's a Colin Kennedy section, and I remember Leon being like, "Oh, is this new Scottish video? I think it's come from Power." You remember when Power used to do like five quid scene DVDs? And yeah, they like complete. Yeah, two thousand and four. Mm. It was, and they like completely. But I think that might be when they started selling it because I think Alex Craig, who made it, he's a, we'll get into this later, but just made it to make it and then like sent some VHS tapes out to various different mm. people you probably got one Joel because you were down with Scottish people weren't well, you, I, that I think point? we got it in sumo yeah and I probably got it from there yeah but I think yeah. initially there was no like intention to like make any copies and sell yeah, it right okay I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. that's how it was they just because they'd made a bunch of other videos they made a video called Vava Man which is like a really old yeah, no, Aberdeen video I've seen that one yeah yeah Drunk dudes trying to eat the rail and saying va va va, that's why it's called va va man and all that. Um, and I think it was like enough people saw it and were like, Jesus, this is amazing, man. You need to like sell some. Ah, oh, all right. And then that's, I guess, power got involved, like you said, Ryan. Yeah, and before you know it, it was like one of their five quid DVDs that was doing the rounds. But Jesus Christ, like, what an undertaking. Like the miles that he must have done to like produce this, like, not even with the intention of releasing it as well. Like, sections. I think he was working in... So Alex Craig, who made it, went on to make Macho Tail Drop and is, like, um, has had a career-making kind of corporate video content for, like, oil companies and all kinds of mad shit. And I think this video came out of him... I, I might be wrong, but working in the oil fields in Aberdeen making videos for, like, oil executives to watch or whatever, you know, like... 
here's our new platform and blah, blah, blah. And this was like the antidote to that really well-paid work that was driving him insane, was to like drive around Scotland with like Div and 12-year-old Colin Adam and whatnot. Which is probably why it's kind of got... The whole video's like infused with this sense of like pissed up anarchy isn't it mm. it's like, like from the cat, catamarans it's a proper and like, video yeah like all the stuff at live yeah. here just like people being drunk and whatnot it's got quite a quite a kind of kind of scottish scottish edge to it the the drunkenness and the uh the kind of uh i don't know there's a certain kind of i don't know an energy which is very Scottish about yeah, it. Yeah, of course, but like, he, like at the same time, it's kind of innocent as well in a way, you know. Like oh, totally, yeah, 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 completely. Um, but it just, I mean, just, uh, just, uh, I mean, like Jamie Bolland's section is like just incredible mm. and just yeah. With the what's that the band called? Oh, the Ragga um, tune. Yeah, like what? German Ragga. I forgot. I'll have to find out the name of it because people, if they watch it, they'll want to. Um, I actually interviewed John about it for the Slam site, so there's like a bit of background history of it. He's on that site. It's quite a good interview, Aldo, I'll say so myself. <laughs> but he kind of goes into it from the from the perspective of somebody who was about kind of about to em- embark on like a a relatively serious pro career. This was like his kind of his like last. You know, like once you become a serious pro skater, you can't be like filming full parts for scene videos, really, I suppose, because, you know, you break your leg, your career's fucked, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? And also, if, so if, I think if this the footage is any good, then your sponsor's of... going to want it as well. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're going to want to use this it. Is why yeah. I was quite impressed but, by the people that did have full sections on this for a video that you didn't even know existed, because at this point, it was like 2004, it was pre-Lost and Found, and McGee and Chez had everything, like, so under wraps, didn't they? Like, you didn't know, like, who had done what unless it had been in a mag and this and the other. And then this video came out and it had, like, a full Colin Kennedy section, a full John Rattray section, a full Stu Graham section. It was, it, you know, it was pulling in all these names that you had no idea that they had footage that existed outside of the canons of their sponsors. Yeah, yeah it was, like... Pr- really, really good music. Mm. Really, there's some... Really cool editing. And do you remember in uh, Jamie's part, he does, like, there's an ollie and then it's cut with him doing, like, a no-grab fast plant over the camera and it goes into, like, a line in the car park. Like, clearly edited by somebody who was, like, thinking beyond, like, trick, 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 what Wu-Tang track's not being used at the end. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, looking at it from a sort of... Like, a cinematic point and of Colin's view. section yeah. as well, like, it starts with him walking out onto the balcony, like, selfie-filming himself. And that must be Mallorca after they all got their heads kicked in on that blueprint trip, right? Because you yeah. can see the yeah, beach probably, and everything yeah. in the background. And then it goes yeah, through yeah. his eye into, like, you know, Glasgow under the bridge or whatever. And it does the line with the pop shove it, and then there's a noise and it's like a woo! And you don't know, like, whether or not it's been inserted or whether Colin did that himself after landing the trick. <laughs> That always confused me. It was just like, where did that noise come from? I'm sure Alex Craig told me some story that some of it might have been edited under the influence of something so that I don't know if even they know whether they put it in there or not. I mean, that's apocryphal, obviously, but I remember having that conversation and going, oh, is that supposed to be in there? It's like, I don't know, it might just be like a collective auditory hallucination that ended up on the video somehow. (laughs) A, a mushroom echo from somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah like literally that. Yeah, yeah. literally. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, there's some interesting... You know the stuff that... That thing that John skates, the um, 
the like warehouse with the yellow vert wall and that Bartok took a lot of really sick photos. Oh, the sea wall in Aberdeen. Skateboarder. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. The indoor thing where they built some ramps. He does like a back disaster. And oh, like, oh, it's yeah, like yeah, a really yeah. skinny like, like vert wall. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's an interesting story behind that, which I remember him, uh, Alex or someone telling me anyway, that that was like, so the oil industry started to like decline in Aberdeen. So there ended up being all these units that had been used by the oil industry that were just empty and had been deserted. So they took over that place and. What was the guy's name now? The dude who built um, the, the really good park in Aberdeen. Andy Dobson, that's his name. Just like gorilla the skate park in there. But because he was like a super talented joiner, and then they, one of their other mates, this guy Daz, was an electrician. So they were able to get like free electric, free fucking water, and they built this skate park. And so all that stuff that John was skating in there is kind of the echo of this kind of economic decline of the area that ends up in the video and i think this video in particular that it feels like there's like a wider cultural context to it if you know what i mean because of the way like you you watch colin and div skating in uh car luke and then it'll cut to like dude skating in edinburgh which is this kind of even for them was a bit more gentrified and whatnot and then you're in you're at fucking Carlute skate park with that dude, wee oddy doddy, mm. his legs are bigger than his body, you know, the yeah. little tiny guy. And you see, like, these sort of diametric opposites of, like, what it's like to grow up in Scotland at mm. that point. There's, like, a little a window into what being Scottish was like, do you know what I mean? And if you've not been to Scotland, which English people are lazy as fuck and loads of people don't go, I mean, all three of us went loads of times because we had friends there, but... It, it it is like a completely different country. Like yeah. people sound different. Yeah. The architecture's different. All the houses are covered in like sandblast. You know that weird sandblasting effect they get everywhere. I guess because it's got bad weather and shit like that. That is like a part of the sort of ethnographic context of it. I sound like such a twat now, but you know what I mean. Like to me, that video expressed what it was like to be a skateboarder in Scotland like so perfectly probably without even trying to. You know, you've got a dude from Bankery in, like, a Dennis Waterman, rest in peace, leather jacket, skating Glasgow to some, like, weird German ragger track, and then you've got two dudes in, like, mesh caps listening to Christ knows what country and western music, skating <laughs> in, like, a prefab concrete park next to a fucking council estate with, like, UVF graffiti painted on the mm. roofs and stuff, like... So and then Scottish, in the mix of that, you've so, got Colin Kennedy, Blueprint Pro, like John Ratchet, yeah. Zero Pro, Stu Graham, you know, Creature Pro at that point. It was like a it's perfect like, example, wasn't it, of they, like a UK scene yeah, video? Yeah, like it perfectly encapsulated what skateboarding was in Scotland at that point in time. And like every everybody was in it, literally, you know? Yeah. But also, Rad, just being like, you know, I, I think probably really good bit you know by Alex Craig who's from like Aberdeen which is because I always feel like the further you go up Scotland it's, it's, it is such a different place to kind of like Edinburgh and Glasgow oh yeah for which, sure which is and where like, most people go and it's like like it, if you've never done that drive from like Glasgow and Edinburgh to Aberdeen as well you don't realise yeah, how yeah. far that, that is to travel so it's like he's it's living in Aberdeen and he's driving yeah. to Glasgow and he's driving to Edinburgh and he's yeah, driving yeah. to Dundee or whatever to like go and film it's like that's, Perth and all that that's shit. hours yeah, and yeah. hours of like time it makes John's hours. success even more impressive doesn't it when you understand that because like 
You drive to Livy the first time, you're like, well, check me out. I'm like, fucking, what's the dude name? Like, fucking Polar Explorer or whatever. And then it's like... Shackleton. Yeah, yeah, we're going to go see John. Get back in the car. It's another, like, 95 <laughs> hours to get there. Do you know what I mean? But that's interesting about about Jamie Bolland as well, because he, when, when, cause I used to go to Glasgow a lot because I'm friends with Toby Patterson and, like, you know, been in that scene there and... It was that thing of uh, obviously knew Colin as well, and he's going to stay with him and his folks when he lived at he lived with his folks and stuff. But it was that thing of being like John was like the next, you know, the next one down from Colin. He was like the next guy, and like Jamie was like the next guy after John, basically, who's like a talent who was like everyone's like, yeah, you know, John's John's. I think Jamie was just yeah. too talented to like. Squander his time trying to chase after some like I think so. empty chimera of being a sponsored skateboarder. You know, he's like an amazing poet. Oh, completely. He's yeah. an amazing musician. He's a teacher. Like he's he's like a proper polymath without wanting to sound like a twat. Like well, he, just really talented. He is a talented you know, just guy. a talented guy. He did the best kickflip probably in history over the rail at there. Yeah, that was gnarly. The underground yeah, station. The one, the, yeah, the one over the rail and the one over the road gap at Mitchell Lime. Yeah, like two like yeah. pinnacle kickflips. Yeah, definitely. Again, still get talked about now. Whenever they get reposted on Instagram, everyone yeah. shits themselves. Yeah, really and I was reason, there yeah. for both of them. I didn't no, film sick. the one over the rail, but that was literally right. I finished work. I've got like forty minutes. Let's go and get some footage, and then like boom. It's like you imagine if he could be asked <laughs> to be. A, I mean, I'm glad he wasn't because he's probably got a much more fulfilling life because he wasn't asked. Mm. But uh, actually, whilst we're on the topic of uh, Jamie, we should also mention his. His Glenn, uh, brother, yeah. Glenn. My favourite story about Glenn is, you remember this, right? In fact, I think he told us at the uh, the Tony Hawk show that he's got false teeth, right? Like his front five teeth are false because he smashed them out skating. And he got so pissed that he was in the back of a, I think the back of a car, like an open, like, you know, like no back on it. And started puking and coughing and co puked his own false teeth out. And then watch them like rattle off down the motorway as they shot like 90 miles an hour away from his teeth. <laughs> and then he didn't have any teeth for ages. And also, the dude who's got the first part in uh, this, uh, Seb, Seb, yeah. Seb, Seb Curtis, Curtis, right? Seb Curtis, yeah, yeah. Who worked for, yeah, worked for Cliche mm. and stuff like Worked for Cliche yeah. and he's now a, a helicopter pilot. Is he? Holy shit, right. I've not Yeah, there's like the, the things that people did next in this video. Like Mark <laughs> yeah. Burroughs has got a part, Big Mark from Edinburgh, who is like a super high-level plaster who fix like, you know, like, listed buildings, like, building on it, ceiling rows, roses and all that kind of shit. Like, a, you know, like, you could, you, from an outside point of view, you could just look at it, it's like they're all fucking lunatics, which they are, but each one of them had, like, it's just, it's very representative of what Scotland's like in my personal imagination, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, completely. I, I think, like, yeah, at last I saw Seb on... We did a, a, the last time I saw Seb was when he was working for Cliche in Leon. We did that, me, Baines, uh, Ollie Barton and McGee did that. We drove from Sheffield to Barcelona and back in a week. Oh, that. is that when Baines was made to feel like shit because he didn't get any tricks? He did a switch pop <laughs> shove it, right? No, no he that, did some well, tricks. You're, you're laughing because it's true, right? <laughs> no, well, he was just a bit off the... Well, Seb was a kind of... Not, not a catalyst for that. But we got to Leon and we went out for dinner and, like... We were staying at the the squat place where Al. Yeah, Bogo I stayed there with the top, the yeah, bog yeah. with the curtain, just yeah. having a shit, and people are walking past you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. French. And uh, it's like, what are you doing? I'm having a shit. All right, sick. And uh, um, 
yeah, Seb was like, oh, I'm up for another beer. And everyone was like, oh, no, I'm going to go. And Baines was like, Baines was on this weird kind of like, he, it was basically, there was going to be an article in Skateboarder of being like a week with a professional skateboarder. It was like Ollie Barton and Baines. And I was kind of there just to kind of skate with Baines and just kind of get him stoked. Uh, I ultimately filmed loads of stuff that ended up in portraits with McGee there, which he was kind of like half hyped, half pissed off about at the time. But, um, <laughs> Sounds but very yeah, uncharacteristic. Seb, Seb and Baines went out on the piss in Leon, just those two, and he came back at like four in the morning absolutely wasted. And um, <laughs> I remember Ollie Barn, who we know is like a very mild-mannered guy, <laughs> stood, stood up in bed and said, Baines, don't come that Liam Gallagher shit with me, I'll bang you out. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, good lad. Yeah. But that was a week of being in the car with those guys, and it's like you know, it was amazing. But it was a good trip. But that's, yeah, if that's... he ever gets to see it, which he probably will, because he'll probably follow your thing because you know him. Yeah. Shout out Seb Curtis. If he's out there, yeah. Been out on the piss many times with him. Yeah. He's very funny. A good lad. A good lad. And if he's mm. in the golf department, that's who amazing. else is in it? Dave, Dave, Dave Colin, Ferg is in it as well. Oh, oh my Ferg, god! Yeah. With yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. crazy, what's that band called? With Dave's that bees, bees noise. noise yeah. yeah, the bees noise track. Is it therapy or something like that? I think it is yeah, therapy. With a question mark. Ferg was amazing, mm. man. Like, I mean, still is amazing. He's DJ Pale Rider, isn't he, mm-hmm. on Instagram? Yeah, he's. He's um, from Carluke. He had so much he's technique. From with yeah. Blair McAfee. No, no, he's from where they make Smokies. Uh, Smokies. Ah, bro, bro, that's that's from. Smokies. Yeah, shit. Me and Morgan Campbell stayed at his house one time. Right, come from fucking random. You're from Perth, the least, like, nearest to any other thing ever. Let's go to our bro. <laughs> I think me, him and Leo went there. But there's, in fact, there's footage on that video of him kick-flipping. You'll probably both remember it. He kick-flips off, like, a ramp over a fence. Yeah. I think yeah, it yeah. might have ended up being in, like... It might have been an advert for Mackey's brand that he rode for, which... East, yeah. And um, that was at this contest that they oh held God, in Aberdeen that was organised by there. these... No. Carl Watson no, no, was no, there. no. That's that's uh, Carl Watson, Steve Caballero, uh, Dorian Tucker, Div. It was like some Christian thing, and they didn't have enough time to build all the ramps. So like none of the ramps had platforms and shit. It was just absolute carnage. Me and Leo went up there, and I think it was Halloween. I got punched in the face by somebody who was dressed as a zombie because I made some anyway. Blah blah blah. But um, yeah, there's footage from that, and it was like the. You know when there's, like, a spot, like, and you know it's only going to be there for one day, that park was like that, and Ferg absolutely smashed the shit out of it, man. He was amazing at, like, switch frontside flips and frontside flips and, like, ninja kick flips and stuff. And I guess he had a part on the East video, right, right? And had mm-hmm. this part, and then that was probably yeah, it, I think. I think so. Like, God knows what happened to him after that. Really, really talented Where skater. Where was Cafe from? A Blair is Dundee. from Dundee, I think. Because he ended up on that San Francisco trip with me and... Horsley and Smithy and everyone, and it was like no way. On white we dread. Like, no way. Blair McCaffrey. What, what's your ambition in life? <laughs> to be silly. <laughs> <laughs> I actually ripped that the other day to use for something, and I was watching yeah. that. Not watched that for a little uh, while. Yeah, he did. Doesn't Blair? Make, Blair's got footage on this, right? Bits and pieces. I think he's I think, got a couple he? of bits in there because that was when Leo was going up and shooting stuff. Because he had a cover, didn't he? Skating the. Yeah, because he, he had the cover pipe. doing yeah. the pivot fakie on that weird so ramp. That's yeah, the wrong no way around, button, didn't he? Yeah. I think Blair makes money from doing like, you know, like sort of Andy Warhol type paintings and shit, and then selling them to like poster firms and stuff. I could have just made that up, but 
It sounds good, so let's pretend it's true if it's not. <laughs> yeah, he was. He came to San Francisco in like two thousand and eight. Enjoying this immensely, gentlemen. We should definitely do. If it turns out not shit, we should do this again with you, Joel. Well, this right, is like, I think. like what it's you've like... invited on yourself here, John. Like when we used to live in Wakefield. So there was a brief period of time in, <laughs> like you know, around the mid two thousands when it was possible for like normal humans to buy multiple properties. Like Ben, ben yes. used to own yeah. two houses, and like I lived in, yeah. I rented his second house off of him for like three years, and every every night of the week we'd stop off at the off license on the way back from the works in Leeds and get like eight cans of Carlsberg each, and go go back to Ben's and just sit and watch skate videos and chat shit. Well, yeah, yeah, this that's basically a, what this you've is recreated. Like a well, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> a virtual, a virtual version of that, but you know, still, still, still a valuable one, definitely. But we're all, we're all. We almost picked in honour of that experience the ice cream video, which Ryan and I once watched in its entirety, including all the extras <laughs> and the whatever. The ice cream, back what, like the back. kind of Farrell, Farrell Williams like, yeah, yeah, shoe yeah, company yeah, one. I don't think I've ever seen because it was so shit. We couldn't believe how shit it was, so we watched it twice back to back, and it, it really was that shit. It was on that Terry Kennedy, was it? Jacob Wilder, do you remember him? No, oh, we've lost Ryan. Jake, yeah, I can remember the name. Somebody else, Pharrell Williams, Skateboard P. He probably did some Skateboard stunts in it. Skateboard P. That's what he called himself, nice, isn't it? Nice. Who else was on it, right? Your uh, microphone's off, right? I just completely vanished then, in a sec. Hello, yeah, I just went. Jacob Wilder. Start that again, what's that? Terry Kennedy. What's the ice cream video? Who was on ice cream? Jacob Wilder, one of, he was quite good, back heels and that. He was like a shitter version of that guy who used to be on Chocolate and then was on Primitive who came to Leeds. His name I can't remember. Divine Calloway. Yeah. He's like shit Divine Calloway, Jacob Wilder. Well, he wasn't shit, he was really good, but he wasn't as good Ativa's as... Ativa's brother you know, had a part, didn't he, as so well? So Jacob Wilder. In the ice cream video. Ativa's brother, Jefferson. didn't he? No. Fuck no, no, me. no, that's completely wrong. Oh. Erto Jefferson, you're on about. Erto Jackson, yeah. you mean? <laughs> I'll cut that out. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The ice cream video was shit, but we watched it back to back. We watched Hammer. it back to back with the extras <laughs> <answers, laughs> twice. We went to Jet Garage, which used to go up all the time, and was served by a guy who had half his head cut off with a machete. <laughs> to serve him beer. Literally, like he had a massive like bit of his head Do you missing. Remember when Baines yeah. was staying at yours because he had a flight to catch somewhere? And we like drove to the, we drove him to the jet and we pulled in and it was like five to eleven and there was just like two gypsies like with the tops off bare unboxing <laughs> yeah, on the garage forecourt having a fucking fist fight outside <laughs> the thing. Excuse me, excuse me, lads, we need to get some Carlsberg. Eye on your door, man. You good? Yeah. <laughs> it was like we'd staged it, but we didn't. There was just two gypsies just like bare knuckle boxing in the forecourt. <laughs> Which, oh, which, uh, <laughs> which brings so us that's on, what which, you've unleashed, basically, Jello. Which brings us on wonderfully to the welcome video. Uh, speaking of barnacle <laughs> yeah, boxing it does. and uh, it does. gypsies, it does. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ryan and I both agreed that we should probably do this because a it's contemporary because it only it was only premiered last week. B it's the best video I can remember seeing in a long time, and I don't just mean the best UK video. It's like the best video. It's really really good. And it's also made, it, well, it's got all of our friends in it, and in Rice case, is betrothed. And it's made by a very, very good friend of ours, under the auspices of some even more good friend of ours who own a fantastic skater on skate shop. So it's yeah. like the most wholesome reason ever, <laughs> isn't it? Basically? Definitely, yeah. Well, it's, I, 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 um, 
uh, this has been out for a, a few days now. Is it, when did it come out? I can't remember. Mm. Was it? Saturday. Last, it was I think it went o'clock. live last Saturday. Yeah, last yeah. Saturday. Okay, yeah. So coming up, coming up for a week. But I've, uh, it's it's been on the kind of to do list, and I was like, you guys chose it. I was like, oh, God, I'll sit down and, and give it a good watch because. And uh, yeah, maybe it's weird. It's like I've been in Bath now for fucking uh, coming up eighteen years, which is mental. But it just maybe just like pine for the north a bit, which I don't really yeah. do very much. It's proper in a celebration of the it north. Is, and it's isn't like, it? like you know, I, I got some notes. I just put mossy spots, yeah. uh, mossy tiles mm-hmm. on the floor, and uh, ledges that were laid whilst Queen Victoria was still alive. Generally, exactly. Yeah, but you and, know that ledge uh, that Bainsey, the famous front nose for, yes, all that yes. near the Henry Moore. Those ledges are probably like two hundred years old, yeah. and people still skate them. Do you know I, what I mean? I did a uh, a front board to fakie on it, which is I think is in through the eyes ruby, I think in that same spot. Yeah, well, yeah. But again, which is a nice combo because soup, you know, yeah. following the line of sumo because Tom has the sumo, oh, yeah, the LG totally, yeah, sumo yeah. top. And on, it was good it? to see, yeah, Henry Moore getting a good pace in that video. That was great, and yeah, just just uh, it had the had the, a feel of a good. A good old a good old fashioned scene video as well on one level, but obviously amazing skateboarding. But and the last guy, the guy, the last part of I thought was fucking incredible. Dale Starkey. Dale Starkey, yes. Yeah, it's fantastic. Incredible. Well, so what was I, I mean, going to say? We were talking Tom, earlier Tom about Brown how... as well. Obviously, goes without saying is. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's a legend, isn't he? But again, like Lee, running back to wisdom, which the pulling teeth video, which Tom had a part in, which. I think was premiered around 22 years ago, around this kind of time. It might have been a little bit later, but um, we were talking about how there's no need for... Was it 2000? Yes, or 22 years ago, yeah. Um, was it... Yeah, I remember it being cold, sounds, actually. Sounds like a so, pop yeah, anyway, song, it? That was the, Christmas 2000. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brown was Mongo pushing across the car park. Um, no disrespect, Tom, obviously. Uh the only gatekeepers that matter really in skateboarding now are like skater on shops to me and skater on shops like that one and you mentioned sumo and mischief and 50 50 and all the all the other ones focus the rad shops in ireland the ones that actually make stuff that care about the culture are like more important really than anything else now because they're the ones that that curate the local history of their scene and give an opportunity for people to be in things like this video, you know, which has ended up on the Frasher Instagram, <laughs> which will come to later for the, the, the lolsworthy content that that's produced. But, you know, it's like, like Welcome are continuing on in that tradition that Welcome had, uh, that um, Wisdom had, and, you know, shops like Note in Manchester where they're, they're regularly producing these, like, they, these, like, time capsules of what was going on at the, in their scene, and it was, like, you know, they created, like, Paul originally... Which premiered like five years ago now, and then like since then they've done a couple of like web edits, and then they've spent like two and a half years filming filming this as well. And it's like, without people like Josh going out and and doing this, like, what, you know, what, where's the archive of this time going to be? You know, like, is it going to be on Instagram or like, is it just going to be on? I was going to say, is it going to be on YouTube edits? But I know that like this video has been posted primarily on YouTube. But that but... doesn't have the same thing, mm. does it? It's not. It has to be. As as great as the democratization of skateboard media, particularly moving image media, is, if it's not anchored to something like a shop, well, pretty much a shop or a mag, in in terms of posterity, it doesn't have any weight, does it? Like this, this is what happened from the beginning of COVID to us getting out of COVID in Leeds, in Wakefield, in you know yada yada yada, and that's going to last forever. 
you know, at some point YouTube won't exist, but they're going to make, there will be some DVDs that are kicking around. It's the same for, for Black Sheep, for what's his name, Shop uh, High Rollers, for all them shops that are owned by people, none of whom are really making any money out of it, but they're invested in the culture enough that, that they want to do stuff. I mean, it's, it's worth us probably saying, the guy that made this didn't get paid to make it, Josh Allett, he's made it purely out of, like, being part of the crew and it being his life and it and and with a like a you know he's got a full-time job making similar to what we said about Alex Craig I guess making stuff that's nothing to do with skating and this is like the the antidote to that and it's it's made for the love of making it to 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 record what's happened and to, the progression of his friends and you know another thing we'll get on to this but this video is probably like the most inclusive UK video that's ever been made. It's got women in it, it's got young women in it, it's got gay people in it, it's got every different kind of people, but there's no, like, nobody's fucking banging on a drum and saying, look at this, look at this, we're doing this. It's just that's what their scene's like, and they're all friends, so they're all in the video. It's, like, completely or an organic encapsulation of what that scene is, and that scene's fucking mm. brilliant. Starting out with Tom Brown breaking his hand skating our ledge you know it's like if you don't want if, if a shop video starting with the owner like s snapping his wrist you know you're in for a treat like <laughs> did you ever call it scrubber hideout you two nah, did you ever refer to as that was a different ledge in the uni it was like it was a sinking ledge like there was there was like subsidence somewhere else in the uni and there was a ledge that was like curb height and then like, as the years went on, it, it got lower. Like, I filmed some stuff with, like, Bryce Smith there, like, years ago, but Scrubber Hideout was a different legend in the uni to, to us. But, you know... I think we might have called it Scrubber Hideout, but we might have got it wrong. But anyway, they, again, like, yeah. Tom Brown had that photo. You remember he had the, the photo with his horse doing the back 5-0 on it? Back 5-0, yeah, like, what, 20 years ago? And Leo sold that to, like, um, like some image bank... Um, after the interview came out, and then that photo turned up everywhere. Like that photo, like I went to Austria, and it was on like a board game cover. It was on like you know, on the box of a board game, and then I, I like took a picture of it and sent it to Tom, and was just like, "No way!" Like this back five always like on the, it's on a board game box, and then he was like, "Oh, it's turned up on like the front cover of like a a magazine for like diabetic youths and stuff." You know, like it's been everywhere. Obviously, he's rolling in the royalties for me. <laughs> not, of Wearing course. Wearing his, like, 25-year-old sumo T-shirt, snapping his wrist. Bless mm. him. <laughs> they were legit ones. The Herald T-shirt that he wears is yeah, new, right? Yeah, I think... But the sumo one's an like, old one, isn't it? It's an actual real sumo yeah, like shirt. Yeah, Bagley's restarted Herald as, like, a small-scale thing. I don't know whether it was just a one-off T-shirt or whatnot, but, um, yeah, the sumo one's original. That's, like, up there with... Like, Leo keeps rolling out his original, like, Mischief logo T-shirts from, like, the mid-2000s as well. Well, again, which speaks to the, the importance and cultural memory and the affection that people have of those kind oh, of institutions, totally, yeah. Yeah, doesn't yeah, it, yeah. you know? I think I've got a load of sumo stickers. I think that's all I've got left. That was it. Mm. <laughs> some of those big ones. I've got some stickers, and I've got... Um, I've got a DVD with Seb's handwriting on it, which has got a lot of footage. I don't know where the fuck he got it from, of, like, gone skating a curb. <laughs> no idea. He must have given me it at some point. I've got... It's got, like... You remember when they did the EPMD sumo uh, orange and red sticker? It's got one of them on it. It's in the loft somewhere. And I was like, put it on. It's got, like, a Supreme video or something. Like, not a Supreme video as we know it, but, like, you know when they used to make them short things and then... 
Yeah, just randomly a lot of GOMS footage on it. But anyway, well, I digress. <laughs> Tom, the two generations of Tom Brown, his, his son's got a bunch of tricks in yeah, it. On no, a mountain I saw bike that. and yeah, on yeah, a skateboard. Yeah, yeah, I saw that, yeah. Amazing. Really good. Definitely. Looks good flying through he the air. He yeah. Tom as well, which is, which is amazing to see. Because like, <laughs> like Tom was saying that like he'll be skating Hyde and then like he'll film a clip or whatever and then like him and Theo will be watching it and he'll be like, oh, you know, what did you think of that? And uh, Theo's always like, mm, well, you could have been going a bit faster or, you know, <laughs> but, you know there's a bit of a toe drag on that flip out or whatever. <laughs> and that's sick, man. That's going to be you in 10 years, right? Get ready. <laughs> and you. Yeah, right. It's like, yo, Dad, you're whack. Check this out. Yeah, well, maybe. I was always whack. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that's another thing. You can, well, I guess we should. You know, we should say on. about that about your um, your partner being having a part in it. And how was that? Did you film any of that stuff? Or did I, you... Yeah, I filmed. I filmed a couple of bits, like the ones that were local to us, like in Milton Keynes or whatever. But um, I don't know. Is it, is it a bit too much? Like nepotism? Me talking about that? Possibly. No, I guess good, like what I will good, say uh, is that like a good a peek behind the curtain. Yeah, it's definitely. like bear, bearing in mind that like this video is filmed in and around Leeds primarily. And we live, what, two and a half hours, three hours drive away from Leeds, and she still had a full section that's pretty much filmed in and around Leeds. Like, she put a lot of work into making that part happen, you know? Like, Josh wasn't on her doorstep. Like, she couldn't just be like, oh, I've got to spare two hours, you know? That's like, right, childcare arrangements, like, make sure that I've got to be back for this time or whatever, you know? And she still came through with, like... Got a shout-out. I can say this, because I'm not right. There was a comment on the Slap forum that said... uh, Wholesome skate mum section is the pinnacle of skate videos, <laughs> which I wholeheartedly agree with. Sick. Shout out Zeta. Also, um, do I get some like second hand props for picking that tune by accident? Yeah, and then you did. You presenting it to Oscar and then he yeah, picked because, it. Yeah, because like, um, is that how it yeah, works? Because Oscar had like a space period, like most kids generally do, when they're like two, three. We had a, we had a space playlist on on uh, Spotify. Where we we would just have like songs that had any sort of reference to space, and then we would like try to shoe in, shoehorn in, you know, like astronomy, Donny May, and like David Bowie and stuff like that. And then Ben came to stay with his family and said, um, "Why don't you use the Water Boys?" Um, oh yeah. <laughs> so we we like we put that on the playlist, and then when we were like listening to the playlist, and that song came on, I was like, "Oh, that that." might work good as a section song and Zeta was like oh I'll message Josh and see if he wants to try it out and then that's so yeah. sick man because I always wanted someone to use it and I couldn't think of anyone better to use that song yeah, than like it. it's like a perfect it works, you know? it's like when you listen to the Paul soundtrack like that's kind of you know it's, sim- it's similar like upbeat borderline pop or whatever mm. and yeah like that that fitted into that perfectly so when you when you suggested adding it to the playlist. It was like, oh yeah, yeah, cool. Like maybe that would actually work as a section song. Because before that, we had no, Pro- we had no clue. You know, props to me via me. Nice. In that sort of way. Like I'm always like, we need to find. <laughs> What's wrong the subject you know? of music? Go on. That for, well, who is it who sings that seventeen track? The one that Will's got. Sharon Van Etten. That's it. It's on that fucking Dylan yeah. Jebend thing that's just come yeah, out, isn't it? With, with all of that. Not to diss that guy, but his his surname's Jeb, so you'd like <laughs> legally bound to call him Jebend, aren't you? But that's a good track. I really like that. It's a that. good track. Yeah. I wonder. Do, did Josh pick the music, or did people have like influence on picking I, music? I, I, like outside of Zeta's do you part, think? I've got a clue. I think Josh might have dictated that. Mm. To be honest, like, do you really? Yeah, because there's a couple of. Is it Boy Harsher? There's a few. Mm. 
Like, because people who want to... The good thing about that video is there's no credits. Like, I love that. I was just finished. Like, yeah. fuck you. Find the music out yourself. So I actually texted him before we did this. I wanted to have a list of what the music was to sound like I knew about music, which I don't, obviously. But the music's really good. Funnily enough, that's what a lot of people on the UK Skate Forum and on the Slap Forum have said, that they really like the music. I thought the music was really, really good without kind of falling into any of the traps that it's really easy to fall into, like... The dude that's making its knees are fucked and he like 20 shots, so everything's like a Wu-Tang shit that doesn't fit with anyone. You know what I mean? Like, it all fits really nicely. That Will Shearing opening part's beautiful, man. And like, 50-50 kickflip out is like the ultimate Grom mosher trick in it, but he makes it look so good because he he chucks a bit of Shire inside out in to like tie it up, you know what I mean? I was going to say, yeah, lots of... Lots of uh, uh... It grind, grind the wrong side of ledges in it. Is that, yeah, well, the bit where he that, yeah. fucking grinds around the corner at uh, Millennium Square, man. Yeah, like, no one's thought of doing that no, before. Exactly. Yeah. I couldn't believe that when I saw it the first mm. time. It was like nuts, and he does it so fluidly and everything. And like, you don't inward heel flip nose wheelies. Is that, that's the same spot that all the baghead flats footage is at, right? Right? Send, send that again. The, no, Mike did the nose wheelie nolly flip out and that. You know where Josh's end, Josh's enders the inward heel nose wheelie into that weird bank oh, spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that the same one that you filmed all the mic yeah, stuff at years ago? Yeah. Ah, right. Yeah, that's okay. not the same spot. But you know, mm. back to back to the music. Like you're not gonna like you know mm. yourself from editing videos, Ben, and you know Joe from being involved in videos. You're rarely gonna take like you're not gonna listen to what a skater's got to say. In terms of music, are you? Do, yeah. you, do you want? Do you want? That's why I was asking. Do you want Dale Starkey picking Dale his own song? Dale wants some shit, yeah. it? It's like, yeah. bleak, like bleak. it's like yo, I want Spice Girls, man. It's like, all right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like I think Josh probably dictated that quite a bit, but he listened, he listened to Zeta, but I think they were struggling to come up with a song anyway. But you're not gonna, you're not gonna ask Dale. Blinky, you're probably gonna listen to. Maybe it, I really like the juxtaposition of him and his discharge shirt, and then that weird fucking like rave tune or whatever yeah. it's like very expressive of what he's like as a person isn't it yeah, yeah I thought his section was right as well really good yeah and he's getting Hetman big up Hetman he did and Rise referring to that he does a, an ollie over there's like a cutaway shot to him taking a run up and then he does an ollie on this bank over this like green like great. square green mm. vent thing and it's in it's in the town that Rice from and I, I swear I know people always say this but it's not possible. I, I have no fucking idea how he managed yeah, to do that. Yeah, I said that, that to Blinky as well. I messaged him it. the day after the premiere. I was just like, I don't, like, even though you've done it, like, it's not possible. Like, I skated that car park growing up, like, every day for, like, three or four years, and, like, we were, like, our minds were blowing. Mike Wright did, like, a kickflip fake. He just on the bank, and then he's on it this great, and it's, mm. like, four foot or something. It's yeah. huge, isn't it? It's, like, yeah, it's massive, man. We know everyone really well on this, Joel. What yes. about you? What what you tell us some stuff that stood out, and then we can uh, chat about it. I suppose that the, I I I only know Tom personally, but like uh, I thought the the guy with the last section, Dale, Dale Starkey. But I thought his footage was amazing. I really liked Blinky's bit as well, and uh, Zeta's part was really good as well. I thought that was great, and uh, uh, you know a lot of the people. It is it is like a classic scene video in that way of being like you know everyone is in there, so. I, I'm kind of mm. not going to know. Obviously, you guys are, are more in those scenes. Yeah, still yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. That. You know, I'm nearly 20 years out. Of, cool. out so of one thing really, I so. really liked was but, you know the bit where 
Hilda has that 180 into the down bank and there's that shot of her beforehand where it looks like she's crying. <laughs> I was going to go to town today and see her in the shop to ask if it's like, what's that? Sh-? You know, that's like a little yeah. stick. Because obviously Josh is really good friends with all them people. So all them like little cutaway things, there's going to be like a little narrative that you're only going to know if you're involved in the filming. So we need to know if Hilda was crying and if, if so, was it because she wanted to do a different trick or whatever? And then you mentioned in Dale. Dale's trajectory, if you know Dale, is so funny, man. I don't Dale know. Dale was no, like but yeah. the fucking like little nightmare kid with a fucking what do you call it? Like pop idol flex yeah, like blonde hair. Yeah, Justin just Bieber. wanted to kick flip down yeah, everything. Yeah, like Justin Bieber. Yeah, Justin hair, Bieber. And he used there to have you go. Like, wrist, like wristbands and stuff. You know, like what wristbands yeah. and shit. Yeah, fucking hell, man. Steak skateboards. <laughs> But this part was like his like coming of age part, wasn't it? Almost, even though he's like twenty eight or whatever now. Mm. But you know, you can tell it was like a, it was a mature step. But he's so tech in it though, because yeah. we know him like as a kid as like if you need someone to fucking kickflip down something awful, that's your guy. He'll do it. <laughs> but then he's do doing it, like yeah. Jake Johnson shit, like the fucking fakey five zero in the line at the Wakey Ledgers with the fakey flip out. It's like. Out, yeah day one standard like the technique the way he does it and it i mean that probably speaks to the relationship between him and josh and also and this applies to everybody in the video like how much they love the skate shop that they've like they haven't just gone out and filmed stuff that they can do do you know what i mean like they've gone out and like fucking gone in mm, haven't they that's the rest is, yeah, yeah and the two lines at the you know that go from the art gallery to the set of stairs out of the front of the library the two lines it does there at the end of his part are like Sylvester would be proud of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. That We should talk about that, actually, the fact that man pops up in it. it does, yeah, <laughs> it well. Sylvester footage. So he good, looks so man. fucking buff so now. It's not, he's like... He said, you know, apparently... Like we image. know what he does now, Joe, right? He, he, you said he's like, fixes, like, yachts or fixes something like that? Fixes yachts and yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like Josh was saying, that super healthy, they sent Josh an email with just a link to a wee transfer with some like selfie filmed iPhone clips. And it was just like, I've heard you making a video, here's some clips, use them, it'll done. So sick, man. So good. But yeah, all those spots I always think of man as well, just like those those classic lead spots, you know. And uh... Well, it's taken 25 years, really, discounting probably Mike and Linsky. For anybody to be basically, they had to demolish the playhouse yeah. and rebuild it <laughs> to allow anyone to do anything that wasn't already fucking ABD in Leeds. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Right. I think somebody Sylvester must have phoned the playhouse and be like, "Yo, man, you need to get rid of this shit." There's <laughs> not left for everybody. They've, they've done that, you know. They've completely levelled it, put in some ledges, and people still gravitate towards her. There's a couple of spots like that in the video. Well, you're allowed to skate there. I like think. That girls I event think it's that they unofficially did there was like, allowed, isn't it? The girls event they did there. Um, was semi-sanctioned, right? So that was like it was allowed to happen, but you, you don't yeah, get kicked you, you out. Get kicked kind out, of, yeah. yeah. It was agreed. But the bit, you know, the bit in the video, Joe, where everyone does the, they come around the corner and then do a trick on the ledge and then it goes into the stairs. Yeah. Of the playhouse. Well, the where the old pink stairs would be. Yes. Is where people go around that corner. Ah, okay. So right. you obviously you won't have been there for. I've not been there a while. Yeah. I hadn't been there since it had been built, and I went there for that girls' thing, and it fucking tripped me out because the bit you used to be able to stand up and like film down on the big stairs is still there, but all the rest of it is gone. Right. It's mad. The only the only pl- bits I skated there were I can't even remember if it's the same spot, but there's that. The... You did a trick on that concrete bench thing didn't you ollie up and then over the path yeah, over the fountain. you know where the fountain Backside was flip, maybe. The, 
the big spin. Big spin, was it? that was it, yeah. Oh, was it big spin, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you back three as well? Back no, three I as well. Three. Like you did I, I did a, a line like a, a nose on the, on the steps. There's like steps uh, up and down. Is that the same spot? Yeah, that's the one. It was like the amphitheater. It is. The None sand. of that exists anymore. It's all gone, Nothing. is it? Oh, shit. Right, it's all okay. gone, yeah. yeah. The playhouse, the building is still right, there okay. and the little canopy bit yes. that you could stand on and film down, yeah, yeah, but yeah. everything else is gone. Right, well, okay, right. But it's like Rice said, it's transitioned into a, like another really important spot that this generation of now... Because it was sort of indelibly marked with Sylvester, Mike Wright, Linsky, blah, blah, blah. But that that sort of has been partitioned off and moved away and now it's this different kind of spot. It's not like a leaping mm. spot. It's, it's like, like a tech ledge spot, spot now. You know, where everybody's, everybody mm. can just go and get something, which is good. Which is, yeah, again, which goes back to what we were saying about why these kind of videos are important because they chronicle, like... They don't just chronicle the skate scene, they chronicle the, like, the story of the city's architecture yeah, so in the, and stuff as well, you know? In the last video, you had George Smith full cabin down the 10 and then in this video, you've got, like, Farron Golden doing the line. Like, see, it's got stuff there. And, and then you've got, what's that other spot called? Fucking Sovereign Square that everyone skates a lot. Everyone's got all the tech manny shit there. Oh, yeah. But... In fact, a standout is fucking Victor's trick where he does outside the art gallery where he ollies over the rail onto the thing and then Nolly Eel flips out and knows me like nobody's ever skated that spot like that before. I don't know if you know that. Do you know that spot where the, the duck under spot? Uh, and then the Joe, steps where if you duck under the rail, yeah, yeah. we're going the other way. Okay. You could the ollies over the like the end of the rail onto like the sticky out bit and then does like a nose wheelie nolly he'll flip out. Like that's sort of unlocked another bit of potential of that spot. Which is when I first started skating, that's where everyone used to skate before the Henry Moore was even built. I remember skating there before that glass wall was there and everyone used to just do tricks, double flips off the fucking go back to double flips again. <laughs> off the thing where the spot is that everyone does like ride on tricks now. That didn't used to have a wall there. We've talked about it being mad. Yeah, it's loads. I mean, the lead skate scene is really fucking good, man. Yeah. It's really, really good. That's great. It was, it was always one of those places that I used to, you know, we used to go there quite a bit and stuff, but it was always like, you know, um, well, just the centre and stuff and just like all those classic spots and stuff like that. So it's like, so... A lot of them are gone now, like Lloyd's is gone, yeah. the Hubbard's gone, like Playhouse is gone. Sheffield's the same, it's not. It's like a lot of spots are going or gone or... And it's just the way that those kind of, those towns, and like Sheffield's classic for this. It's just like, they just kind of like... They get some money from somewhere and just knock everything else down, and then put some, you know, whatever they built last time, and they had some fucking ground from somewhere. Obviously, mm -hmm. now we're out the EU. Like pigeon shit's now, gone, right? isn't it, in Sheffield? I don't, yeah, probably. Pigeon yeah. shit's gone. Yeah, and that was a really old square as well. It wasn't like a, you know, a new yeah. spot or anything. That was like. And it just made it more comfy for all crackheads to fall asleep on probably, the floor yeah. and just got rid of concrete. <laughs> it was almost like in the late in the late nineties, early two thousands. Like Leeds was almost like the. I don't mean this disparaging it, but it was like the impoverished cousin cousin of Sheffield, wasn't it? You know, like right. it never had, yeah. like it never got the media attention that like Sheffield got or Manchester got because there was no photographer there or anything like that. And then yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah, it, it was only in the early two thousands with like I don't know, like Rory and uh, Mike and everybody else that was coming up there that like it started to get a bit of exposure and like dedicated films and people going out there making scene videos and stuff like that so it was almost like delayed in a way behind like Sheffield and Manchester well things like you know when Hyde Park opened there and stuff like that and all, like those things are kind of like key points like skate parks and stuff like that as well yeah because Hyde Park I can't, I can't remember what year that was but yeah 
Hyde Park at that point was... Like 2003, was I think, late. when yeah, the I concrete one was built. 2004. Before that, it was like the scale electric version, wasn't it? That was like made out of scale yeah, electric. Yeah, so Before that, it was the wooden one. one that got burnt down. So like it was almost delayed in like trying to reach its potential, but people like Brownie and Sylvester like really like fought to get it on the map. Whether they knew it that that's what they were doing at the time or not, you know. Yeah. Well, it's just like promoting your local scene. Like, obviously, it comes back again to the importance of like local shops and skater owned shops and stuff like that. And it does, which leads us on nicely to how the local becomes the international because. So the little teaser got posted on Thrasher's Instagram. Fucking hell, man. Like, Instagram brings out the fucking, to quote Pontus Alve, the fucking thickest of the thick, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? So it's called Welcome to Hell, right? Which clearly is a fucking pastiche of, like, Welcome to Hell because there's a two and a colon in it. <laughs> and there's kids on there going, uh, no one's mentioned that this was the name of a time machine video yet. And then there's other people, everyone, like, having a fucking little cry about Albie doing, like, Smith Grind Melon Grab Out. <laughs> That's Ben Caddo's trick, you fucking... I look like... Because it's dark, now I look like Dikey singing. Now. Oh, yeah, you do. And nothing compares <laughs> you to you. Brian? I you do. Get a tear out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to in a minute. But, uh, yeah, yeah, too. Just... I mean, no-one was bothered, because obviously you get post on Thrasher, people are going to talk shit. That, that Everyone expected it, but... Fucking the hell, there was some classics. I'm, I'm, what was it? These G- guys, gas, they, without these guys the are gas without the G. Gas without the G. And then there was another one. Four out of ten. Not enough Nora. Because <laughs> obviously Nora Vasconcelos rides for and welcome. People... <laughs> so it's the same. It's the same word. So even though it's a lot of English people, it must be welcome skateboards. Yeah. Obviously, do you and know then, what I mean? It, it's so weird to see people that ride for welcome skating popsicle boards. Mm. No hint of irony. That you know? was another classic. And then yeah. Welcome Skate Store it's in like... Madrid commented with like loads of like thumbs up or something. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, man. But then that takes us full circles. We were like, you know, extolling the virtues of Instagram before, but there's the reality of Instagram. It's like a well, that's the thing, isn't it? In this day amplified age, like, trumpet for everybody's idiots. Everybody's like, whenever whenever anybody puts a video out, it's like we need to get it on Thrasher. Let's get this video on Thrasher. Get it on Thrasher. Then you get like a teaser posted on Thrasher, but you open up to like <laughs> that's six million people or whatever that are that are looking at that Thrasher Instagram, and you know, it's like you, you're going to start suffering all of these comments like that. Not enough. No, it's right. very funny. Like, if you fancy a laugh, go yeah, look at it. If you've got a spare it. 10 minutes, like, I'm going to scroll through there, the man. comments. ABD. Every trick in this is ABD. It's like, if, <laughs> if you think, Delete the yeah. team. Every trick is ABD. Delete it's the like, team. In terms of, like, yeah, it's probably not the first time that somebody's documented a 50-50, but Jesus Christ, it's done in late. You know? <laughs> and then you click on the name of the guy that's fucking said it, and it's like some bell end, like, wearing a banana... Banana? Bandana? <laughs> doing a fucking just some trick that doesn't even have a name and like talking like a gangster but having said that um what no no i'm not going to say that doesn't matter <laughs> but yeah but yeah it's Some fine. somebody wearing a banana but not in a golden egg kind of way it's not yeah, in a exactly like like when a non-ironic <laughs> non-ironic banana <laughs> but i think that is it's an interesting thing as well it's like that kind of you know um uh, uh, and that's an interesting conversation about those those big sites, you know, that, uh, not necessarily not like to say they have to start just going whatever's there, kind of put it on there. But it's like, 
it is interesting that kind of switch round of you know in the last 10 years of you know there's there's no there's no way that something like a welcome video would be anywhere near the thrasher oh no or no no like absolutely or, not i mean you know, and that's... that's because the purview of brands like thrasher is much wider now because of instagram and it's also that i mean ryan knows this better than me because he still does this you know as part of his job is like the just the necessity of constant content like they've got to look further than just you know, like 10 years ago, you'd get snubbed by all the American mags unless you had an in with them. Do you know what I mean? I say all the American mags, there's only one left. Well, there's a new, a new one, but but now they're on it. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 good, really. It is good. It is and, you good, know, yeah. The, yeah. a brand like Frasher would be fucking shooting itself in the foot, really, if it wasn't supporting skater-owned shops wherever oh, they totally. are in the world. Yeah, because yeah, without completely. them, that brand doesn't have the power it has, does it? Do you know completely, what I mean? yeah. But it's interesting how, like, you know, uh, about how that kind of, you know, you can you can have an international career now. That I don't think you could have, uh, especially when I was coming up, and that's, you know, no comment on, on that, but just that time frame of how, that, how that's changed. And it's like, and you see how much, like, you know, things like the Atlantic Drift stuff and uh, all that stuff has been so successful and, and rightly so, obviously, it's amazing. But, but also just having that kind of... Uh, that kind of relationship, working relationship with Thrasher and that kind of exposure, you know, is like, uh, and deservedly so, but it's like, it's incredible how this, that how it's kind of, uh, kind of changed. And well, you, kind how, of, they've had to, yeah. how they've had to capitulate and let us into the Citadel, you mean. <laughs> well, how it's kind of like... Let, how right. they've had to open the fucking drawbridge and let all these cunts that they didn't want to come in, let them in. Well, I, I because now they, need to, being... now, they, now they need to acknowledge that we buy loads of shit. Exactly. Is that what you mean? Yeah, exactly. That's not directed at Thrasher, <laughs> that's directed at every brand. Well, I remember being at, at fucking uh, Northampton. I can't remember what year it was. It was one of the World Championship ones or whatever. And there was like... There's a bunch of it. We, me and me and Chez ended up staying on Missouri and Darren Navarrete's floor in some fucking horrible hotel in Northampton, and like there was all these dudes who'd come over and like it was like Sam hits there and there's like these two other like really random Texas dudes and I got talking to this one guy and he was like, and he was like, oh yeah you are, are you English and he was like yeah yeah and it was just like oh yeah you know what we call you dudes when you come over here we call them imports and I was just like oh yeah okay. mm. and it's just like that kind so, of thing like that kind tr of traditional American welcome though. exactly yeah it's like and I kind of thought well you're the, you're the fucking import now buddy you know what I mean it's like isn't it yeah but it's just like that the, yeah. there was, especially around that time there was that kind of real well it's only the same if you look in skate really history it's, yeah. it's the animosity that was there for like street skating from vert pros yeah. when that changed yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you know, for like Europeans, when people started going to Barcelona and bumped into like Pablo Dominguez and Raul Navarro, I'm like, oh my God, these dudes are all fucking amazing. Don't film them. Shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's... But as we're on the topic of economics, and correct me if I'm wrong here, right, but I'm pretty sure this video that we're talking about, the welcome video, that nobody in that video who's got a full part gets paid any money for being skateboarding. Yeah, they get some free stuff, but... Again, which speaks to their reason they're doing it is not financially motivated. Nobody's trying to come up. Nobody's trying to elevate themselves to, like, a fucking higher sponsorship status or whatever. Like, the dude who's got the last part is training to be, like, a, a, a well... You know, like, somebody who's got a well-paid job. They're not... Nobody in that is, like, fucking fame-hungry or glory-chasing or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, nobody I mean? is. But at the same time, I think they, they appreciate the fact that without Welcome or without Josh... 
like making this video, then they this moment would never never appear. You know, it's like Dale's not going to go out and film a section with somebody else. Neither's Will. You know, like like probably you know Albie's had stuff elsewhere or whatever. But like all of these dudes appreciate the fact that they've been given this opportunity, and it's like this is our chance to go off and you know like leave leave something for people in years to come to like to mm. look at. Leave an impression, like another chapter in the Leeds book of like progression or whatever. I think that's, like, I think that's really, really history, rad in a lot of ways. But it, it, the, I, I'd ha- I have to say, there's a part of me that kind of is not necessarily disappointed, but there's also a part of me that kind of thinks, well, why the fuck? You know, there's part of British skateboarding which I've always kind of struggled with and kind of always thought, well, you know why can't it sustain itself more or why can't these I mean not necessarily everybody getting paid fucking loads of money or whatever but you know uh, so I understand because that's in my time in skateboarding I obviously made no fucking money out of skateboarding as well and and that's obviously not like boo-hoo or anything but it's just that's the way it no, is no but there's nothing wrong with expecting financial remuneration for like fucking hurting yourself on behalf of brands but my point was is that is not the motivating factor here. Of course, it's like yeah, friendship yeah, and completely. love for Josh yeah, and love for the totally. shop, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. But the point you're making is people shouldn't feel bad about wanting to get... You know, if you're sponsored by a big shoe brand and you're potentially disabling yourself, then you should get some yeah, fucking money. But that's opening up a, a whole <laughs> other fucking can of worms. No, nobody else that's involved in this video really even got any sort of direct sponsorship anyway, you know? It's like... Will has got the first party, gets passport flow from Keane, like Dale's on Enjoy flow. I know, like, Blink is pro on death and, like, Zeta gets national stuff, but, like, nobody else has really got, like, a direct sponsor that's going to help elevate them in any way. But, yeah, it's like like nobody on that video has got, like, a a sponsor, a direct sponsor, you know? It's like like everybody's got a shoe sponsor behind them. Baines primarily hooks up a lot of the people that are in that video, but nobody's got a board sponsor. (laughs) Baines' spare room, yeah. Yeah, like Baines is just, like, flooding it's basically That makes it cooler, though, right, doesn't it? Of course it it does. That makes it cooler because Dale's filmed a part of his fucking life there, probably, because in two years' time, he's going to be project managing house builds and getting paid a lot of money... And he ain't going to be fucking, like, doing crazy shit down flights of stairs. He might still do it for fun, but he's not going to devote, like, two years of his life to film a part because he's going to be grown up and he's going to have other shit yeah, to do. Exactly. So, like, the motivating factor behind it, like, I, like we keep saying, is, like, his love for their friends and their scene and for Tom and for Sam Barrett and the people that fucking give them somewhere to go, you know what I mean? Which is, which is really fucking wholesome. Yeah, completely. And my, my comment there was obviously no diss to I know, any of I know, that. I know, I know, I know. Completely like, but my comment about like getting paid or whatever, it's like, and that's like, that's never, you know, it, it, it's, it, it, you know, you, you, you start skating because you love it and that's why it continues. Then you get some free stuff maybe. And then it gets, you know, and those things build and it's like, yeah, it, uh, and that, that, I think that's why these videos are so important, isn't it? And it's like, I've always said, that anybody who's I've always thought that anybody who skates, whether you're sponsored or not, you should always make try and make a video part. Like yeah, that yeah, is yeah, a thing yeah. that you should just do. Just for posterity's sake, just isn't like, it? You know. If you if you just have to fill an amount of time, you know, like three minutes or whatever, or whatever song you pick, do you know what I mean? It's like if you have that because that's the thing, it's like the stuff that our skateboarding that I've done, it's like 
because you know you skate for however many hours it is and everybody does and it's like how much of that do you remember and it's like well you remember probably like little bits of this that here and there but for the sheer amount say? of time it's ten thousand hours of practice isn't it to yeah, become yeah. a expert, to become virtuoso at something and all of us are putting ten thousand yeah. hours yeah exactly well i yeah. say this is an old man who didn't film stuff because the access to cameras didn't really exist that what you're saying is true like everybody should do it just so that you know, when they've got kids or whatever, they can show them it because, you know, the in you know the inherent fragility of the human body means that you're not going to be able to do it forever, even though it feels like you can when you're twenty or whatever. You know, sure. and that's the raddest thing. Like the you know, like any parts I've had, it's just like they're the things that really just they mean so much to me on that level. Just having that thing of just been able to. You know, say that that. Plus, you can run it with your kids, like, "Lo, yo, look at this big spin, man! Oh, I should be fucking well." <laughs> yeah, they don't give a shit. I've got just them like, Barcelona. Yeah, you had Barcelona FCs on when you did, did that. Yeah. Well, they were for fortune, now, aren't they? <laughs> exactly. I fucking oh, gave. I think I gave a pair of them to a tramp in Wakey because I was just to get rid of them. Then now they're in a fucking museum. I had those Homer dunks that are now worth God knows what. I, used to, I fucking use those for going house painting with. Rob. Like gardening or something. Yeah, going house painting. <laughs> oh, I use them for. Use them for unblocking the toilet, man. I had no concept that they were going to be worth exactly. money. Exactly. <laughs> they went house painting and they've got all that like, gloss paint all over yeah. it. Yeah. They're not getting through stock yeah, well, verification now, are they? Like, let's be honest. No, <laughs> yeah, you're fucked, man. You ain't getting a verification tag with them, no, no chance. <laughs> cool, right. Well, we've done two hours and we've covered everything. Is there anything else anybody wants to say about any of the stuff we've talked about or...? Going out filming. No, but we should, probably shouldn't end. Go on. I was just going to say, like, I think all of these things that we've talked about is like going out filming skateboarding with your mates, having a laugh is the most important thing out of all of them, you know? Like, whether you know it at that time or not, you know, like gone skating, Helsinki, through to Aaron, going out and skating with Darius, you know, the welcome video, Golden Egg, Him and Balm. Like, now that's what I call skateboarding. It's just like just going out filming skating with your mates for the sake of having a laugh. And if you're having a laugh, like that's always going to come through in the end result. And if that gets lost, then we're fucked because all you're going to have is, like, boo-hoo, man I think so, but, you know, but the, like, the welcome video is a good example of that. You know, hopefully that's alive and well and is not going anywhere, really. And that's, you know, something that's still still a, a really good... A really good um, ethos and there's something that's still going on really so that's really good isn't it if you think about the the videos we've looked at tonight have gone you know nearly whatever long it is uh nearly 30 over 30 years 30 years 20 years 30, 30 years, years yeah. yeah i mean i get to add to what rye said like hindsight's a hell of a thing like when you get to the age where your body starts to rebel and stuff you might think oh fucking hell i wish i had filmed that shit well if you end up listening to a bunch of boring old bastards talking about this and you you take anything from it. If you you know, if you're lucky enough to live in a city that has a sick skate shop and they're making a video, get off your ass and go and get involved in it and film something because in yeah, twenty definitely. years' time you'll be fucking really hyped that you did it and you were part of something yeah. cool that means something, you know? What's the expression? Pain is temporary, film is forever. Exactly. Don't film yourself like squashing slime or eating a strawberry for <laughs> ASMR points. <like. laughs> Kick flip the snide three down Aldi or something. Do you know what I mean? You, get fucking get some props and then for in that. The, in years to come, like the three boring dudes might be chatting about it on a on a podcast. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> two fucking fat Ross Kemp and two people who are less fat will be going, yeah, man, you did good with that. That snide free kick flip was well sick. <laughs> you might get some props. Yeah, Stan, you won't get paid though, no, guaranteed. Yeah, of course. But that never goes mind. Saying, yeah. 
Unless you move to fucking, oh, was it Aylesbury or wherever the centre of the industry is, I can't <laughs> remember. It's somewhere, it might not, it might not begin with an A. You can tell that was on a bit facetious. <laughs> no, I'm well boring. <laughs> yeah, <God. laughs> parents, we're all well boring now. Yeah, that's what I mean. Exactly, yeah. Like three parents might be like talking cunt. about your kickflip down this night, three on a podcast in a, in a few years yeah. to come. Like my four year old daughter's upstairs, like, oh, fucking Aldi again, the snide free man, <laughs> shut the fuck up. It was stinking anyway, it was kebab, it wasn't even any good. <laughs> you landed it black label when you did it the first time. <laughs> Cheers, lads. Nice one, Joel. Talk to you soon. Thank you very much. All right. Great times. See you soon. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye. Thanks to Ben and Rye for being my guests this week. Uh, You can find out more about them by following the links in this podcast description to their Instagram and find out what they're up to at the minute with the Skateboards Companion and all Ben's work that he does. You can subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to this by searching for the Skate Creative Podcast. And if you have the time, please leave us a review. It helps the podcast be more visible and reach more listeners. You can follow us on Instagram at the Skate Creative Podcast for more information about up and coming guests and episodes. So that's it for this episode. Uh, we're going to be back in two weeks' time with another regular episode with an interesting guest, and I'll talk to them about skateboarding and creativity. If you have been, thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.